Well, last week, we talked about IT, Chapter 1. So I guess it makes sense that this week, we're talking about IT, <laughs> Chapter 2. The new release that just came out in theaters. It's super long. People are talking about it. And so will we. On a very... The Clown's Coming Back edition of the Review... Review! Hey, look, it's Pennywise, again! <laughs> beep, beep, get on with it! <laughs> no spoilers. <laughs> How long does it take you to kill six people? <laughs> Jesus. Hey, welcome to the Review Review Show 2. Small town dudes give you our big, dumb opinions. Short of the max extreme. I'm three hours uh, <laughs> older. <laughs> Today we're going over it, part two. It's part two. Chapter two, some say. Uh, and that's going to be further on down the line. Yeah. Not right now. And to wet your palates a little bit, I have developed... Another one of the JT's signature <laughs> crackpot theories on what it's all about. Perfect. Can't wait, because you haven't told me yet either. You I just, haven't told you. You just said it was so good that you emailed another podcast. I did. <laughs> I'll I'll go into I'll go into more detail. I'll tell the story before we get into the review. Okay. But it is funny. Great. I can't wait. <laughs> uh but before we get into any of that. Well, why don't we just dive into some knees, Troy? JT. Can we dive into some news? Nothing would suit me better. You're we you're wearing a suit right now. I do every show. You do. You dress to the nines. <clears throat> That's right. I mean, I can't just have company come over and not me being That's dressed true. to impress. You are the best host. <laughs> Thank you. You are the host with the most. Thank you. I'm always compared in to C Danger, who was the hostess. With the mostest. That's right. That's right. I'm always in a, a tuxes and tails. True. That's it. You gotta have them tails, babe. You gotta get them tails. You, I look like a classic pianist. <laughs> Glad you finished that word. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I say you really? You took that turn up at the last second. A pianist. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, classic penis. <laughs> so, GT, the news of the week. A lot going on in that TIFF. Tell you what, Toronto International Film Festival Lots of right tiff. now. Lots of TIFF. TIFF for tat. Tell you this right now. Uh-oh. You know that Joker movie that came out at the Venice yeah. Film yeah. Festival. Eight minutes. minutes. Standing. <laughs> That's Ovation. Right. That's right. Which they just gonna, got done clapping for it. It ends up being an average movie for you. It's, it wasn't that full on ten minutes. No, ovation. no, not no, not once upon a time. <laughs> not that once upon a time ten minute. That's right. And even that was like, eh. We need yeah. a full-on 15-minute standing ovation for yeah. you having a perfect movie. We need a good 22-minute <laughs> Family Matters on Hulu type ovation. Okay. All to right. really that, hammer it home. That's like a perfect movie in your eyes. 22 standing... Perfect. 22 minute standing ovation. Yeah. That's an A+. Minus commercial breaks. Oh, of course. Because you got to stop clapping during the commercial breaks. Otherwise, people can't see it. I know. What are you doing? Anyway, 
That Joker movie, rompous applause. Eight minutes at least. Rompous. Rompous. Well, people wearing rompers. It was even, so rompous. <laughs> even you have to fully disrobe to pee. <laughs> rompers. What are you doing in them? Got, even after that, it was at an eighty-five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Fresh. Eighty-five yeah. percent fresh. Okay. Well, that tiff. Tiff bumped it up. Bumped it down. Whoa. That's right. Even though it's gaining a little bit of a good word of mouth. Yeah. Critics reviews have it now at a 77% oh JT. Dropping 8%. Could this be some critical backlash probably? Could be some critical bullshit. Oh shit. Critical backlash or bullshit. Hashtag it up on the uh, at review review pod. Hashtag backlash. backlash hashtag bullshit. <laughs> Which one is it? Let us know. Now, Trey, where are you landing on this? Because I know you've been pretty critical of it, hearing that it's not <clears throat> really taken from a lot of the subject material. So, I saw another trailer for it today. Okay. On the big screen. On the big screen? Okay. On the big screen. The biggest screen of them all. So, it it, it <laughs> enveloped you. It, it did. At so 7.1 Dolby surround sound. Yeah. You get that ovation? You get bet that ovation? I did. Oh, Fucking shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And it seems like it's going to be a good time. The only thing I'm I'm really kind of like leaning towards now is is that it's like a this guy's a piece of shit murderer type guy and yeah. everyone's kind of rooting for him. Yeah. I'm like what kind of message does that send? I I guess. Well, from what I've been hearing from certain reviews, they say that like you start. You feel bad from the beginning, but then he does something to just totally 180 you, like pretty early in the movie. Pretty early in the movie. Okay. Yeah. Okay. From what I've heard. Okay. I've not seen it yet. Okay. This is just what I've heard from certain reviews. You mean you didn't go to that tiff? Did not go to the tiff. All right. Could not make it to the tiff. Shoot. Could not. My passport did not come in time. <laughs> Rats. I was even. I was on the phone with the DMV, being like, "Where the fuck?" I need to get to TIFF! I gotta get TIFF! <laughs> they just stamped denied yeah. on a piece of paper. I can't and gave cross that maple curtain unless I got the TIFF! <laughs> unless I got my passport to go to the TIFF! The maple curtain. I love it. Um, <clears throat> Moron TIFF! JT. Okay. Now, uh, there's other movies playing up there, not just Joker. Ford versus Ferrari. <sighs> I guess you can say that. <laughs> Being one of them. Yeah. I know you were looking forward to this. <clears throat> it seems like a movie that I wouldn't normally like, but every trailer and even the poster has me, like, intrigued to see it. <laughs> They've just swooned you. They have. I don't know. <laughs> and it's getting favorable reviews. Good. Okay. It's not saying it's, like, the best movie ever. Okay. Even... Like a majority of them that I read, yeah. of people from there, like it's a it's a total dad movie. It's a dad in the movie. best way possible. <laughs> like you'll go out of there being like, oh yeah, that's uh, he had a lot of good things going under that hood. <laughs> <laughs> There's one reviewer even saying. I left there with a kiss the cook apron on. It was such a dad movie. <laughs> I left there with six kids. <laughs> <laughs> but. uh... That still de isn't detracting me at all. It sounds, it's they say the racing in it is awesome. Sweet. And there's a lot of it, so I'm like, okay, okay. 
All okay. right. I can do a good racing movie. We're, we're appreciating racing, getting into that Fast and Furious. That's right. <laughs> yeah, it's in the loosest way possible. In the, in the extremely loosest way possible. <laughs> uh but color me even more intrigued, JT. That All Ford right. versus Ferrari's just got me. It's wet, wet to my palate. Oh my god! For a good, uh, maybe throwback old car movie. Uh-oh. Even though I force me in the theaters for a, what we missed. Maybe for this. Oh shit. Maybe. I don't have to go this by myself. Ma's <laughs> not going to want to watch a car movie. Neither is Chelsea. But <laughs> who knows? We'll go together. We'll bro it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll go. Get, we'll go flip some burgers after it. Yep. We'll go to this, and then we'll go to a strip club afterwards. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you went a totally different direction. <laughs> I was going to be like, we're going to go buy white New Balances after this and mow the lawn. <laughs> but uh, you went a different direction, which is fine. That's fine. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm more single out of the group. <laughs> not single, but you are. more... I'm not married yet. Very good. Married with children. Then, then you Loving just gotta, a marriage. Then you just gotta <laughs> buckle down, get those four E new balances, <laughs> those extra yeah. wides. Yep. Sit on the couch, put your hand <clears throat> down your pants. That's right. It's Yellow all over. Peg. Then. It's all over. You don't want. Hey, you want to have sex? You just want to go have a good night's sleep. Man, I'm already there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> save it. Save it but, for uh, Monday. Enough, <laughs> save it for Monday. Uh, <laughs> JT, you remember the Jersey Shore? Oh, do I? <laughs> J-Wow? That's right. Sammy Sweetheart? <laughs> That's all I remember. The situation? <laughs> the situation. Speaking of the situation, JT. What'd he do? Well, him and his brother had a little scuffle with the law a few years ago. Yeah. With tax evasion. Oh, that's good. But if you're looking forward to the situation getting out of prison, 2020 is your end date. Hey, all right. That's... Some news that I have, and I'm crossing off the list. The situation coming 2020. (laughs) Yeah, that's (laughs) C-U-M-M-I-N-G. JT, the Russo brothers, famous, made famous by uh, doing those Marvel series of films. They put the shit on the map. Boy, did it. They made the map. I would say. They made the map, even. They they did they an amazing... Clark this shit? They, I think they did an amazing job. With Kevin Feige being the Pocahontas? That's right. <laughs> In the front of the boat. Or Sacagawea. Sacagawea. I was I wanna, right there. Okay. I was, I was right there with you. I don't want to offend anybody. <laughs> um, uncharted territory. They took it in. And they That's stuck true. the landing. That's true. Some... Some may say and agree with. Some may say. <laughs> Some may say having it garner the biggest box office of all time yeah. with uh, Avengers Endgame. Well, uh, a recent interview came out and uh-huh. asked the Russo brothers, what would it take for you to come back to Marvel? Yeah. This is their response. What do you think? Well, actually, what do you think? What would it take for them to come back to Marvel? Uh, a firm handshake. Their answer may shock you. Oh, God. (laughs) Open up the tabloid. Actually, no. It's not anything. It's not any amount of money. Well, it's probably the money. But it's not any, like, odd deal. They just want to come back and do the same thing. Like, come back and do a multiple movie, like, sequel type deal. 
That's what they want to do, but only with the Fox properties that are coming in. Oh. They're a huge fan of... X-Men? The X-Men. And Fantastic Four. And the Fantastic Four. And they said also the Silver Surfer as well. Okay. So if they could come back and do any of those... I would would see that being like their next big tentpole thing. Yeah. Is like... Because I think the next thing you could do that would be bigger than what they did is Galactus. For sure. (laughs) I would actually... I don't know what I'd like to see them in more. Because I really like the way they distilled everything down in all of their movies. And I think I would really like to see that with like an X-Men movie. Oh, yeah. To make it, like, the most distilled, like, versions of ever that one of those characters. Because I'm not a huge X-Men fan. Yeah. But, again, I would also really like to see him do a Fantastic Four movie as well. So, yeah. I don't know, JT, what I would like more. It would be cool to see, like, an MCU-type movie franchise with just the X-Men. Yeah. Everyone, like, every X-Men gets their own movie and then they come together in, like... Holy shit, an that's X, a lot of movies. An X-Man movie. <laughs> well, they don't have to do everybody, but, like, some major ones. Yeah. And I, then they all come together in an X-Man movie. Like, like everyone came together in an Avengers movie. Sure. I wouldn't even mind if at one point they're like... I don't know, what's another movie coming, like, coming up soon? Uh, say Black Panther 2. Yeah. There's gonna have a ton of eyes on it already. Oh, yeah. And this isn't even a Russo brother involved... But, like, at one point, Black Panther and, uh, like, all of, like, Wakanda's down and out. And then all of a sudden, whoosh, overhead. Tooth. The freaking <laughs> Blackbird from the X-Men swoops over and lands. And the X-Men just file out yeah. to help Wakanda. Oh, so not only do you have, like, a ton of eyes on this movie for Black Panther. Yeah. You have, like, an X-Men just, like, secret cameo yeah. appearance in it. Just spurring off everything. I'd okay. be pretty keen on that idea. But then, like... The thing that I'm, like, taken back by from all of it is that, like, so we've gone all this time, I think we either need, like, some kind of origin of it, or it's just like, so what were you doing all this time? Yeah. <laughs> I've thought about that and then, before. <laughs> and then, like, what are mutants compared to what people are in terms of, like, people that have powers? I, yeah, I... I'm thinking about that with all the new stuff coming out, like Blade. Yeah. I was like, oh, so I guess vampires are going to exist <laughs> in the Marvel Universe, and where have they been? But I was liking the idea, like, I remember hearing a long time ago that people had the idea that, like, the when uh, Thanos did the snap, it, it let off some kind of radiation that just, like, caused certain people to become quote-unquote mutants. Yeah. But then again, like, I don't want... I'd like to have some mutants already, like, have been... A, out and about and not just around for like five years yeah like like wolverine it's like the thing that's cool about him is that he's been around for like 200 years yeah and even like the uh original group of x-men like gene gray and scott summers yeah like iceman beast uh i think i'm missing one angel (laughs) the original group that those are the original five yeah if they've been like around for a while just doing like covert Oh, like yeah. Mutant missions or whatever, but yep. it's weird that they would never heard of, like, a Magneto or something like that. Yeah. Big, like, mutant terrorist type guy. Anyway, just food for thought. Fun stuff. Last bit of news I got, JT. All right. Is a fun one. Oh, I actually I can't posted wait. this to uh, see Danger just mere minutes ago. Yeah. That uh, Jenna Fisher and Angela Kinsley, Kinsey, yeah. are going to be starting an office podcast. You might know them as. 
Pam and Angela from The Office. Yes. <laughs> and it's going to be entitled Office Ladies on the Earwolf Network. That's nice. Yes. Are they are this going to go like through the episodes or I think they're going episode by episode weekly. Oh, that's cool. And uh, they're going to give their insight on every episode and how it was like filming it and all that kind of stuff. I don't know how it will be. Obviously, it's not out yet. Neat. Neato. <laughs> With that being out of Netflix's hands uh, come January. Now you're going to have to get into the Now you're forced to buy that NBC app. Yeah, or at least Go to Earwolf and listen to uh, the uh, Office Ladies podcast to rekindle your love for The Office. But then how are you going to relive the episode? If you're anything like me, you've seen the series fully 20 times. Well, in your def in my defense, Troy, I'm not you. <laughs> I've not watched it 20 times. What is wrong with you? Okay. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm going to leave. This is my last episode. <laughs> Troy's just going to talk to himself. Jeez, I'm here in my friggin' tux. Act, like, feeling like a total fool over here. You did this all for me, and I, I feel like Every I'm week. not appreciating you enough. We've done put near 300 eps. <laughs> Every week! Every week I've done this! Yeah. Don't be confused on the video ones where I'm not in one. <laughs> that was an illusion. <laughs> He's Chris Angeling you. <laughs> That was a Facebook filter. Normal clothes. Yeah, the normal clothes <laughs> filter on Facebook. Yeah. Everyone knows that one. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's it. Okay. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> the end. <laughs> yeah, I've always been... I've always wanted... Because it always seems like those podcasts where they do it on, like, TV shows where they go episode by episode or, like shows that I don't watch uh-huh where I'm like I want one more that, that I do watch yeah there's a lot of episodes of the office there's a lot <laughs> yes that's a is. lot of episodes to do especially if you're like we're on it and you could talk for like hours about just filming a certain episode <laughs> that's good that's a long time you couldn't even like I suppose you could do two in a sitting maybe three maybe. if you were like on a roll but like how many episodes of the office are there? And you could do that so many. however many times. That's a long. That's a long commitment. I, I'm. I'd be curious to hear more about like the later seasons because it, it feels like they start getting pretty tested by the the end of the series where they're just like, I don't know. I'm not a big fan of like near the end of the series. It. it I never hated it. Like it definitely kind of loses like a little bit of charm after like Michael Scott leaves for yeah. sure. I don't I don't hate it, but it definitely feels like there's producers in the back being like, "Make it work." Yeah. We're, we're still making money, make it work. We're like I feel like even like the cast is running out of ideas like trying to do banter with each other. <laughs> like we've been talking for 9 years. What the fuck else do I have to say to each other? <laughs> there's 201 episodes by the way. Jesus Christ. Um so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I I still like it. But uh, I was actually surprised on, like, how early Michael Scott leaves. Like, he leaves in, like, season five or something like that, and there's, like, nine seasons. Jesus. Yeah. I know. And then, like, Andy becomes the boss. And then and he goes and films, like, Hangover 3 and yeah, is not some, there for Yeah, so that's, like, make up some bullshit where he's not there. But it's, I think it all works. There's, like, uh, James Spader's the boss for a while, and I think that's kind of fun. I do like fun. James Spader. Yeah. Robert California. Yeah. It's good stuff. Okay. Good stuff. 
Okay. Doing the stuff. It does lose a lot of its luster when Michael Scott leaves, though. In my in my personal I don't, opinion. I don't disagree. I don't think it's. My but some people just opinion. say it's straight bad, and I think they're wrong. Well, okay. You can say that. <laughs> um, <laughs> Troy Fargo season four. It's coming. It's coming, babe. C U M M I N. C U yeah. Uh, and they have a new cast member. Of course, uh, we've talked already before that Chris Rock is supposed to be like the main person in this season. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, they just casted Uzo Aduba. Mm. If you don't know who she is, she is Crazy Eyes from Orange is the New Black. Mm-hmm. She's going to be a prominent part in Fargo Season 4. Great. So I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to it. See what they do with it. I still need to watch Seasons 2 and 3. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two is weird but good. Okay. Three, I'm not the biggest fan of. Uh-oh. So I want to see Uh-oh. what they do with four. But the thing with Fargo is that they do, they tell their own story. Are they all, like, inter, they kind of slightly interweave with each other? Because the movie kind of interweaves with one. Yeah. Like, they, yeah, they do do references here and there. With uh, with two, I'm not sure about three. Three is just really out there, so I don't know. Okay. Okay. So we'll see. I, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with it. Very good. Uh, Troy J Lo, Jennifer Lopez. Mm-hmm. She's uh, coming out in a movie called Hustlers this weekend. That's right. You want you want to see that, Troy? Um, not necessarily. Yeah. But. I've heard it's gotten, at least I was on uh, Screen Rant earlier. Yeah. It's got four out of five stars. I've heard decent reviews for it. Same. It's a, it's like a, uh, a, 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 like a, a bit of a revenge movie, but with a little bit of heart. Good. <laughs> well, J-Lo making headlines in other ways, too, saying oh, that God. she... Corduroy pillows? Yeah. <laughs> think about that. <laughs> God, now, now I just want to think about it. <laughs> That's one of my brother's favorite jokes. Do you hear about those corduroy pillows? They're making headlines. Oh, fuck. (laughs) That is good. He says it all the time. And now we just have to say the punchline to each other and we just crack up. They're making headlines. Well, Troy, uh, (laughs) Jennifer Lopez is rumored to be the headline corduroy pillow act <laughs> of the super bowl halftime show Holy this coming shit. year okay what do you think about that she hasn't done much musically in a while right mm-hmm. last time i think i remember seeing her was like in an iggy azalea video and that yeah. oh fucking move or song sucked <laughs> big booty <They> are- <laughs> I don't think I don't think uh, the man upstairs is too thrilled with you talking shit about that Iggy Azalea. I, I, <laughs> fuck Iggy Azalea. She sucks and is a hack. Yeah. Anyway, she hasn't been around lately. <laughs> no, it's because she sucks and she's a hack. Yeah. So take that, God. Oh, God. Unless you're a J Lo fan, and then I apo- I apologize. <laughs> she went from humble beginnings. Yeah. <laughs> He did bless her with certain assets, Troy, so I mean, come pretty on. Good. She sang about him with that Iggy Azalea song. She did. Song. And Big booty. I'm pretty sure they, like, rubbed their asses. 
So much of that video was them rubbing their ass together. Yeah, just a big wet ass. It's like <laughs> yeah, getting their asses wet and rubbing them together. Like, just I love clapping I, together like big seals. That's the thing that I love the most about like not being single anymore is that you can see like the things that like you can see like the things that like made you attracted to thing to people in like a completely I don't care light yeah was like, the blinders this, are off yeah like why is this woman getting her ass all wet <laughs> and then mm. rubbing it on another wet ass i know <laughs> that's all that video is, is big wet ass yeah it's just big wet asses rubbing up against each other that's it <laughs> and then it's like i mean i i guess i think that's hot <laughs> a big wet ass yeah like that's when you know that you met someone that you need to stay with where you're just like it's all these big wet asses <laughs> <laughs> I don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, what was J Lo doing? Oh, oh halftime show. Yeah, halftime show. She's gonna quarter a pillow the halftime show. Great, perfect. Uh, Troy, have you ever seen the movie Tank Girl? No, I never have. I know. I've been curious to see it too. Same. But it seems like there might be a remake in the works. Okay. Uh, starring Margot Robbie. She is all up in everything. She's this, in everything. This last Even like comic years. book related too. She so, is just in everybody's business this last yeah. couple of years, huh? I guess. And she's so, been hot and cold, I think. Yeah. Can't wait to see in that uh, new uh, Emancipation of Harley Quinn movie, huh? I know. Yeah, they, they had a bit of a preview for I missed that. that. I saw it right before we started filming that there was something about it and I just didn't... Oh, you didn't... Why'd it. you get there late? What? To the movie late. I didn't show it at... Really? Mine, yeah. Oh, shit. They showed it in mine. Huh. Because they, they make it, like, a big thing where they make it about it. Where, like, it comes up where, like, you think the movie's gonna start. And then Harley Quinn shows up and is like, aren't you sick of clowns? And they do a preview for, uh, for the, for the Emancipation movie. Wasn't mine. It wasn't mine. My movie just started. Oh. Okay, well. After I, the Rambo teaser. I guess you got fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Troy got some news on that Hawkeye show on Disney Plus. Uh huh. Seems like they got their supposed Kate Bishop. Okay. On board for it, Haley Steinfeld. Haley Steinfeld. What do you think about that? I'm I'm in favor. Seems like a good one. Seems like a good one. That Disney can pull Disney in anybody Plus they want. At knows this point. knows how to cast. Spare no expense. Spare no expense. Get that Haley Steinfeld all up in there. Get in there. I'll be in there. <laughs> what even accent is that? Get all up in there. Get all up in there. <laughs> Turn my last bit of news. <clears throat> oh, yeah. All right. I'm, I'm with And uh, it's reboot news. I know how much you love reboots, Reboot Troy. news. Reboot for Paramount is looking to reboot Face Off. Oh, I just thought about this movie the other day. <laughs> I don't know why, but I did. Yeah. I I remember why now. Anyway, go on. I'll tell you why I remember it in a minute. Well, no, that's, that's pretty much it. Face off. Great. Fair so, <laughs> apparently John Travolta's in this new movie now that's awful. I've heard... Uh, I know. I'm thinking about adding it to our possible... <laughs> oh, God! Leftover turkey. So... I subscribed to Chris Stuckman Movie Reviews on YouTube, and yeah. he did a full-on, like, hilariosity video of it. 
He was the only one in the theater to go see it, so he even filmed some parts of it on his phone oh, to God. show his friends. <laughs> <clears throat> it is bad. Like, I it, love the idea. Like, this is so bad. I need to commit a crime. <laughs> yeah, and he said he did on YouTube publicly, which is, I think, a big mistake. Oh well, at least it's the only p- person talking about the movie. I guess it's any good press, or any press is good press. <laughs> yeah. But um, it looks bad. John Travolta's in it, overacting the shit out of it. Yeah. Directed by Fred Durst. Yes, it's directed by Fred Durst. <laughs> who I didn't know was not his first movie. <laughs> you thought he directed another movie? He did direct another movie. He did? This is not his first. It's an, it's, I, and the one I, he did direct, I've heard of. I'm going to look it up right now. It's fucking stupid. How, is it Noises? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> Uh, I'm looking up Fred Durst. That fucking movie you made me watch about fucking car alarms? It wasn't Noises. <laughs> fucking. God. The movie fucking sucks. <laughs> That's up there. It's like the worst movie I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, oh, The Fanatic is the one that we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, The Fanatic. Now. Um, oh, he directed The Long Shots with Ice Cube. What? The Education of Charlie Banks. What? What? I feel like I've heard of that one. Who's in it? Jesse Eisenberg. Jason Ritter. Fred Durst directed that? That's what it says on IMDb. I think IMDb's full of shit. That's what I think, too, because it's won, like, awards. Huh. Well, how do you like that? Anyway... (laughs) Uh, this movie looks just completely awful. The fanatic does. So yeah. anyway, I was thinking of like, man, he's really overacting. Has he ever worked with Nick Cage? And then I was like, yes. Yeah. He has. He has. Face Off. Face Off is awesome. I've never seen Face Off. Oh, God. And I've always kind of wanted to. And then I hit like a few points where I've seen footage of them like filming it. And I'm like, this seems like a bad man. movie. Is it a bad movie in a good way? It is a bad movie in the best way. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Hit us up on the Instagrams. <laughs> we don't have Instagram. Yeah. Hit us up on the Twitters. Do we need to review they, Face Off They sometime? try so hard to make it where it's like, they've changed places, but it's like, Nick Cage and John Travolta are not the same in any way. <laughs> like, when, when Nick Cage plays the bad guy, he fucking plays the bad guy. And then John Travolta tries to be way too cool. Uh-huh. Where it's like, I want Nick Cage to go back to being the bad guy. <laughs> All right. All right. Nick Cage as Caster Troy is one of my favorite people to watch. Do we need so, to review Face Off? He's so fucking insane. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the first time you see Nick Cage as Caster Troy, he's dressed as the Pope. <laughs> and God. he's like shooting people. <laughs> Do like, we need to review face off <laughs> hit us up at review review pod just let us know oh you're pushing me in that direction i would not be opposed to watching <laughs> face off again so who and so in the reboot who would you want to be in the reboot Holy of face off george volta and nick cage <laughs> <laughs> that's the perfect answer <laughs> there you go very good I don't even know anybody who even comes close. No shit. 
Not, Who's like in not like one person? Maybe Joaquin to mind. Phoenix and uh, Woody Harrelson. Who's someone? <laughs> I mean, I would not be opposed. <laughs> but like, they don't match the same type of insanity. Yeah, I don't think they exist. You need two people that can be both insane and kind of level-headed, because that's what they try to play with and face off. Oh God. Uh. <laughs> Jared Leto. Oh no, <laughs> Troy, you're going down a you're going down a road that I cannot follow you. And Jim Carrey. <laughs> <laughs> He's being character the whole time. Be able to get shit done. Talking out of his ass. Replaces Jared Leto's. He replaces Jared Leto. Replaces Jared Leto's face with his ass, and they can't tell the difference. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> they just they Hollywood. replace they replace each other's asses and they call it ass off. <laughs> I want his ass uh, off. Call us. We got it. We got your perfect movie. <sighs> well, well got... Troy, it's done. <laughs> perfect, it's done. I only got one trailer. I got two. Okay. Um, I'll I'll do the one because I know the other one you have is the same one I have. Okay. So, I have an Apple TV Plus exclusive. What? So, they have a trailer out called C, starring Jason Momoa. Um, Shit. It's quite... They put a lot of money into this series, it looks like. Or maybe it's a movie. I don't know. (laughs) It's a movie or it's a series. Either way, it looks very expensive. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, but it's about all of the world has gone blind. And it's kind of gone back to, like, almost uh, tribal living. Okay. And then I think the 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 children of Jason Momoa and wife are the first ones to be born with sight oh, in a long time. Yeah. And so now all the people that have heard about it because obviously they wouldn't have seen it. Yeah. <laughs> Are trying to get after these kids to either they're like the next coming of like civilization or they're a hindrance to what they've already have going now. Yeah. So they're at each other's throats and it ends up being like a big war. So it looks okay. Yeah. I don't think it would be enough for me to get Apple TV Plus. It sounds interesting. It looks awesome. Like it looks yeah. um, like very well produced hmm. um but yeah but it's, it's just a matter of like developing enough things where you're like okay i will buy apple tv yeah and i have no interest in having anything else yeah at this point and like all the things that i've heard of apple tv so far like they've been like green lighting shows and then like canceling immediately because they've been like a software company for so long they don't really know how to like, interact, like, public relations-wise. Oh. Like, how to, like, tackle issues. Jeez. <laughs> oh, like, they're more about, like, hey, how do we make this more convenient as opposed to how do we address, like, homosexuality? <laughs> <laughs> I literally haven't heard anything from Apple TV Plus in such a long time that I forgot it was yeah. going to be a thing. Like, what was I heard? They greenlit some... This is... I think I heard this on uh, uh, Daily Zeitgeist, but I heard like they greenlit a show 
that was like about a guy that like got together with a bunch of other people about like, hey, let's go out and like shoot people. Like, shoot up a bunch of people because we're white guys and we're sick of how we're being treated. And then Apple TV, like, greenlit it. And they were like... What are you doing? And then they were like, uh, hey, could we kind of make this more about, like, the characters and not about, like, them shooting people up? And they're like, no, this is what the show's about. And then they just, like, canceled it after they already greenlit it. <laughs> so that is just like... So it's just like I think app just, it's just like it seems like Apple TV is just like kind of like learning on the seat of their pants kind of thing. I could see that. <laughs> what a terrible idea for a show. Yeah, Holy like it's shit. based well, on like some I kind guess of, if you wanted to get eyes on it, yeah, it would. Let's fucking appeal to the fucking super right leaning. Holy shit, fucks. Fuck, it's not even, like, it's just fucking anarchists at that point. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, Apple TV sounds like it sucks, but that trailer <laughs> looks pretty good. Well, maybe Apple TV will fucking drown, and then this will get picked up by something else. else. Yeah. Maybe so. It'll be good. That'll maybe. be nice. But maybe you could buy it on, like, iTunes or something like that. Yeah, not before that. Uh, the other one I have, which I think you also have, is yeah. Dr. Sleep. Dr. Sleep. I'll let you have the floor. All right. Well, it seems like they're really drawing from the Stanley Kubrick shining Yeah. in this, because it seems like a lot of like uh, the flashbacks they do like heavily rely on this. But, I mean, it, it looks pretty interesting. For, because um, I don't really remember a whole lot of the shining. Yeah. Uh... But besides, like, the parts that harken back to The Shining, it looks like something completely new. Yeah. It doesn't... Like, if you wouldn't... Like, I didn't even know it was, like, a, like, sequel, yeah. quote-unquote, to yeah. The Shining until it showed, like, all the background. Like, the back mm -hmm. uh, history stuff. Yeah. Like, I think, like, the, the movie The Shining was pretty grounded in what it was... And then this seems kind of way more far-fetched compared to what that yeah. was. Yeah. But, I mean, like, the actual book, The Shining, is even more far-fetched than what the movie was. Right. Because I, like, I think, I was, like, talking to Molly the other day about it, and she said that, like, it's so far from what the book is that Stephen King actually hated the Stanley Kubrick movie. <laughs> Good. But then I there's, guess. like, a TV movie... That's like it follows the book more, and I think that was like the first thing I saw growing up as a kid. Yeah, and there's like a part where like the ta like the topiaries come to life, yeah, and like attack the family. I remember that was like okay. No, it's fucked up because I remember seeing some of this at your house, and that's the only thing I can remember. I think as well. I, I recorded it like on a tape, and I would watch it. Yeah, and I always get that TV movie mixed up with the Stanley Kubrick one. Like, parts of it. Yeah. Like, I, some they all mesh together, yeah. so I'm looking for some part to happen <laughs> when it never does. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know if I remember this movie like, well the only, or not. The only real weird thing that happens in the Stanley Kubrick one is that Danny Torrance has The Shining and Jack Nicholson goes crazy. That's the only two real weird things that happen in this. Yeah. Which I kind of prefer, because it, it makes it more scary. Yeah. Like, if I was... If I was being attacked by a bunch of like animal bushes, I'd be like, "What the <laughs> fuck is this shit?" <laughs> yeah, for sure. But 
now, like, with Doctor Sleep, it looks like they're kind of going more of a supernatural route, where it's, like, this cult of people that want to eat people that have the Shining. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like, okay, where the fuck are you going with this shit? But it still looks like it's pretty decently made, and Ewan McGregor's always good. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll probably check it out. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. It's It's got me interested, but it's just, like, it looks like a almost one step removed, I guess, from what I understand The Shining to be. Yeah. At least personally. And so anyway. much of it feels like fan service where it's like, we need to hide out in the Overlook Hotel. <laughs> yeah. It's like, the Overlook Hotel is so fucking far away. <laughs> like, why the fuck are you going there? Who knows? Like, what's so special about that place that you're going there? And then once you're there and then they find you... How the fuck are you going to fight them off because you're in the middle of fucking nowhere? Yeah, especially with all that moving topiary. Yeah. Aggressively trying to eat you or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it feels like fan service, but I mean, I'll probably check it out if it's getting good <laughs> word of mouth. Sure. Anything else? What do that, we got? That's it. Okay. So, Troy. Yes. Turn around movies. Yes. We're into the final match, Troy. Yes. But uh, before that. <laughs> yes. Troy, yes. you're already giving me that face that you know <laughs> what's I'm coming. I'm upset with the internet. <laughs> you know what's coming. Uh, yeah, so uh, we have uh, our last match being, uh, of course, Collateral Beauty versus Mr. Magoo. Uh -huh. And, uh, yeah, despite your valiant efforts to try and fight yeah. it off. Yeah. Mr. Magoo. Yeah. Has moved on. I know. In the term Miranda movies. Total horse shit. Troy. I'm sorry. <laughs> the people have spoken. Yeah. People suck. People and people suck. I'm talking to you, OJ and Eric specifically. Yeah. Oh. See now. You guys were out for blood. A while back, we were talking about how we were hoping those two would fight each other. <laughs> but now it seems like they've come together just to fuck you over. I know. <laughs> I should never retweet any of these freaking tournaments because every time I do, it's mostly because the one I want to win is losing. And I'm like, and then it we loses need more worse. votes. And then, it, and then once you retweet it, then it loses worse. Oh, my God. I even tried to, like, bribe people, like... Emotionally, Bri oh Jesus! I was gonna say, like, what are you emotionally saying? Hey, I will it's love my, you. It's <laughs> my anniversary. Please give me a gift <laughs> and vote for Collateral Beauty. You bitch! Jesus! <laughs> God! Uh. on you, bitch! <laughs> I love how I love how right after you talked about how you were getting sympathy for it being your anniversary, you called your wife a bitch. Sympathy for your anniversary. Yeah, a sympathy vote. Why would you need sympathy? Because the collateral beauty was losing. So I you used our relationship as a pawn for a stupid movie bracket. Yes. Magoo on you, bitch. <laughs> Magoo on you. Magoo on you, bitch. So there you go. Mr. Magoo <laughs> right. entering the tournament with one more match remaining. Yeah. It was putting your landslide victory for Magoo, too. Yeah, Magoo was really It was like 75-25. <laughs> roughly. The last time I looked at it. I can look it. it up real quick and see how how bad it lost. Let's see here real God. quick. 
Oh, fucking right. A. <laughs> That's right. Uh, actually, it's pretty funny. Mr. Magoo won with 69%. <laughs> Great. So, Perfect. I mean, the percentage is funny. Yeah. <laughs> and we got one more match, Troy, before we get into our quarter of a quarter finals, where right. you, in fact, are putting together the brackets. Mm -hmm. And we have a film from 2011, uh -huh. which is a, uh, I call it a pretty, uh, pretty decent dramedy. Okay. And a film from 2006, which is also based on a old-fashioned cartoon, but I think even... Beyond that, it's based more on a uh, classic detective show. Classic detective show from 2006. So, the film from 2011. I'll look it up real quick here. The tagline is... Fifty Shades of Grey. No, it's not. <laughs> Quit looking at my shit. <laughs> I don't know why the fuck it's... Not, I heard it comes. You don't want to watch Bondage with your best friend? Yeah. You guys love I think I brought it up before about doing Fifty Shades of Grey, and then Troy turned it down. I did. It's a bad movie. The tagline is, it takes a pair to beat the odds. Yeah. What's the other one? <laughs> Let's guess this one first. <laughs> Me, specifically, because you've probably seen it. Yeah, duh. Yeah, duh. Is it, um... That one with Joseph Gordon-Levitt in it? Yep, it's 50-50. Thank you, yeah, yeah. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Seth Rogen, where uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt has some kind of disease. Cancer, has... I think. Yeah. <laughs> He's got some sort of disease. Ah, flash flood warning. Cancer. Shut up. <clears throat> and Is the other one Get Smart? It's not Get Smart. Get Smart's good. Get uh... Smart. I didn't like Get Smart so much. The film from 2006 about a uh, detective. The tagline is, get a clue. So it's not probably going to help you out. Get a clue. It's a dumb one, Chelsea says. Do you know what? You saw it? She was looking right over your shoulder. I was over it. No. All right, fair enough. I don't, I don't know. Uh, it is the uh, Steve Martin film, The Pink Panther. Oh, uh, I think I guessed that last week, or something. As an as a different one. As ex Inspector Clouseau. Mm. Okay. It's got Beyonce in it. Oh, okay. Queen Bee herself. Queen Bee. All so right. So fifty fifty versus the Pink Panther. Okay. Troy, what are you thinking for this one? Well, I've never seen fifty fifty. Okay. I've seen the Pink Panther, but I remember nothing of it. So it's good. So it's good. <laughs> so I don't know. Probably 50-50 I'm going to lean towards. All right. I'm going to lean towards that one. Okay. So out of all the movies we have so far, Troy, we've got Smoke and Aces. Hold on. Let me write these down. Yeah, so you got to write them down because next week you got to give me our first quarterfinal match. Smoke and Aces. Mortal Kombat. Mortal Combat. The best little whorehouse in Texas. Whore Texas. <laughs> v for Vendetta. V for Vendetta. Three Amigos. Three Amigos. This is the end. Okay. 
Mr. Magoo. And then the winner of 50-50 versus the Pink Panther. Very good. I'll just add that one to the winner line next week. All right. And so, I... so out of all these, Troy, what's your favorite still? Little <clears throat> whore, best little whorehouse in Texas? I think I'm also, yeah, I'm going for whore Texas right now. Whore Texas. Whore Texas. I think right. that's what it's going to take the, the whole thing. So that's I'm what hoping, anyway. Troy is hoping wins <clears throat> the Review Review Tournament of Random Movies 7. That's right. So uh, Next week when we get that uh, winner for that one, we'll do a good old shuffle up. It's almost fitting that we're going <clears> to <throat> reveal reveal the first matchup for the quarterfinal next week because we're going to be talking about the Review Review Tournament Random Movies 6 winner Oh next week. God. Oh. It's like it's like my. serendipity. God. It's like serendipity. Serendipity. <laughs> serendipity. Well, there you go, Troy. That's all, right. that's all I got for you. Very good. Very good. Well, that, that'll put us right at the top of the hour, Jay. Oh, but right at the hour there, Troy. Oh, my God. Not at all at the real clock. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> well, JT, before we get into... Do you want to get into the stats and then your story? Sure. All right. Dropping September 6th, 2019, with a budget of $79 million. My God. Opening weekend, this thing made $91 million. Yeah. Uh, domestically, so far as of September 10th, it's made $104.5 million worldwide, raking in $198.5 million. Okay. Ron Tomatoes has this at 63%. Ooh, a little low. A little low. IMDb, 7.1 out of 10. Metacritic, 58%. Wow. Wow. Horror World gives this 5 out of 10. And Full Moon Reviews, 3 out of 4 howls. That's not bad. Not bad. That one's probably, That's the, probably the most... The highest one yeah. so yeah. far. 3 out of 4 howls. Therefore, howls. Uh, I'm trying to compare that to what Chapter One did, if I can find it. In my God, I feel like Chapter One did better all around. I would say. Oh yeah, Chapter One just uh, Rotten Tomatoes has it beat by like 23 points. Jesus. IMDb's almost right on. Still a little bit higher. Uh, that one was at 7.4 out of 10. This one's yeah. 7.1. Yeah. Um, I didn't write down Metacritics. Um, but all of them are fairly high. Gotcha. Compared to this one. Gotcha. That's right. That's that's it. That's all I got for the stats. So all what's right, that Trent. story? All right. So uh, I said at the top of the show that uh, I developed a crackpot theory on what I think the entire It series means. And uh, me and Molly will do a thing usually where, like, during the week we'll go to... Uh, a Mexican restaurant called Los Tecas, mm -hmm. and uh, we'll just sit and like talk about stuff. And since we came from a movie, we I gave her my crackpot theory. Yeah. To uh, what her response to it was, it's interesting, but I don't see it. Okay. I was like, okay, whatever. And then uh, that night, for some reason, I just had terrible fucking heartburn. From the Los Tecas? From Los Tecas. <laughs> Plus, I also got popcorn with butter at the theater. Uh, so I feel like they kind of mixed in a big, like, lava concoction with inside my guts. You're such an old man. I you're know. an older man than I am. It Constitutionally, sucks. anyway. It sucks. Like, I feel, if I roll a certain way, I need to take a Tums. 
It fucking sucks. I literally put, like, ghost pepper sauce on my friggin' pizza tonight. God damn it. It was delicious. I would I would love your body right now. <laughs> Except if I have too many sugary drinks. They'll put me out. Gotcha. Put me on the couch. Gotcha. <laughs> well, anyways, I... So, I woke up, like, at 3 in the morning, could not get back to sleep because my fucking entire midsection was on fire. Uh-huh. And uh, there's a podcast I listen to called Double Toasted, where uh, they review movies, and every once in a while, they'll bring up, like, crackpot theories like mine, uh-huh. where they'll talk about them, like, in depth and kind of, like, overanalyze things and stuff. So I was like, okay, I can't sleep. I got this thing rattling around in my brain. I need to tell somebody. Uh-huh. <laughs> what if I just send an email to this podcast I listen to, and then maybe it'll give them something to talk about on their next show. I'm doing them a favor. Right. All right. Giving them material. <laughs> I'm doing, giving them material. That's right. Like, I got this thing that I thought about. Maybe you guys might appreciate it. Here you go. So I laid it out, sent them an email, press send. Uh-huh. This is like at four in the morning because uh-huh. I couldn't sleep. Uh-huh. So uh, usually I have to wait, a, wait. Like, they do a show on Sundays. So on that Monday, I was at work and I listened to their show. And then out of nowhere... They bring up in like a 10 second stint about how some dude sent him a, uh, <laughs> uh, what was it? Uh, some bullshit. It wasn't a bullshit. It was like <laughs> some guy sent me a fucking uh, thesis statement about some fucking. <laughs> <laughs> sent me a fucking, uh, yeah. Sent a thesis statement about it. Yeah. Like really overanalyzed a fucking movie about a clown. <laughs> and then they went on. Talking about how I have no life for 10 seconds, <laughs> and then they moved on. But it totally made my day. So I was like, okay, well, hey, you saw it. Very that's, good. All I, that's all I, that's all I w- cared about. Very good. So, yeah. So on two different ends, people have criticized me for my idea, but I still think it's good, and I'll bring it up once we start getting into, into the review. Okay. Well, JT, if you wouldn't mind, yeah. what's It Chapter 2 all about? It Chapter 2 is about the Losers Club, mm-hmm. and uh, they've all gone their separate ways uh, 27 years later after the events of the first film, where uh, it seems like it's all happening all over again when uh, Mike, who, yep. le- who stayed behind after all the Losers Club moved away, is messaging him individually saying that shit's going down and you need to come back to Derry. That's right. And as they come back, they start to they start to get back those old feelings they had when they were kids and they start seeing those old crazy things they saw back <laughs> when Pennywise was terrorizing them, leading to believe what will it take to finally put this Pennywise problem to bed. That's right. It chapter two. It chapter two. And they do it for three fucking hours. Oh my god. <laughs> so this movie is not quite three hours long. It is ten minutes shy of three hours. Oh, bless him. I'll give it this. I was never really bored no, during the movie. I wasn't like I didn't. I didn't realize it was going really long until, like, the very end. Yeah, me too. Like, when they were having that that final battle of Pennywise, and they were doing shit where it was like, but it's not over yet, where I was like, jeez, well then fucking 
what the fuck is gonna is it gonna take? <laughs> yeah. So I guess a little bit spoiler free here. Yeah. Just the beginning. I um, the runtime. I kn- I knew going in. I'm just like, holy shit, this is yeah. gonna be a long fucking movie. So I strapped mm-hmm. in. I actually had to go to the bathroom halfway through, and I knew the <laughs> runtime was three hours, so I took that chance to go to the bathroom during like a slower scene. Yeah. But like an hour and fifteen minutes into this film, they're finally getting to their like token hunt. <laughs> if anyone's seen yeah. the film, you'll know what I'm talking yeah. about. Yep. An hour and fifteen minutes into the oh, film. Yeah. Yep. This movie also has like a cold open. That happens at this carnival. Yeah, it's that, pretty disturbing. It is pretty disturbing. I like the scene in general. Yeah, but it never really ties back into the movie Not at all. Really, I think it could been have been cut. Yeah, and I know Molly's told me that it is a scene that plays out in the book. That's fine. Yeah, but it's like. <laughs> There's but a lot that, of yeah. shit in the book that's not in the movie. And it's fucking Stephen King, where it's like, Stephen, Stephen King had a fucking chapter that was seen through the eyes of a fucking cat. You don't need to fucking do everything. Yeah. Um, I like... I was never bored during the movie. There's some scenes I really liked. But even as they were going on in the beginning, that first hour, 20 minutes or so, I'm just like, do they need this? Yeah. Do they need this part? That's where I think about a big chunk of it could be cut. Yeah. And then... Like a lot of it for was... another forty minutes after that, they're doing pretty much all of one thing, yeah. and then after that is like the finale. It's like a pretty, pretty, thir- like easy, clean three act. Yeah, movie. Like I, I heard that this is like a weird horror reimagining of like Avengers Endgame. <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> Where it's just like everyone. Realizes some shit went down. They all come together. They all realize they need to go their separate ways to find out a way to end this. And then they all come together at the end to end it. Yeah. And it's not like it's that much different, I guess, than, like, the television movie. So much as, oh, like... Oh, it is? Not like, that much different. Really? Did you see it? I've seen enough of it. Okay. Okay, so it is different in the fact that, like, this is better. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and that if works. you were to take both pieces and put them together, like parts one and two of both filmings of it, this has two hours on the television movie. It's yeah. two hours longer really? than the television movie. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Not just part two. If you put one and two together yeah. of like the 2017 yeah. and this one and then yep. the television movie, yeah. it's a full on another night of a movie Jesus. <laughs> than the first like 1990 version so the 1991 is two hours long uh, i don't know if it's together like three hours maybe like two 90 minute chunks okay i can't i don't know okay off the top of my head oh yeah because yeah all this together would be five hours yeah Jesus. it's five hours yeah together it's fucked yeah and I also posted on Twitter just, like, as I was in the theater, like, why does this movie need to be three hours long? Yeah. And some people did respond to me, God bless you. Yeah. And some people asked, like, do I even need to see the first one? And I'm like, I don't know if you really do. I think you do. I disagree. No, I think to get all of it, like, to really get, like, the impact of, like, what's going on, I think you need need to see the first one. Okay. 
Like, there's a lot yeah. of... I, okay, to get, like, all of it like, 100% you complete... Can, I think you can watch the second one if you really want to by itself. But I think to really get the impact of things that they bring up again, you need to... I think you need to watch the first one first. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'll say this. It would be more of enjoyable of experience to watch the first one first and, and then go into the second one. But... If you were to just go into the second one, I think you'd be able to pick up enough yeah. from what they reiterate in this movie, yeah. which I think they do a lot of. Yeah, they do. That you wouldn't necessarily be lost. Yeah. It, even if you wanted to watch like a six minute recap on YouTube and then go. Yeah, you But let me that. tell you this. I enjoyed the first one more than this one. Okay. So yeah. like, I don't know why you'd want to not watch the first one. Yeah. I know, I, I do think the first one is better than this one. But I think it's mainly based on the fact that this one is so long. <laughs> I have a few, like, I really enjoyed the kids' camaraderie in the first movie. No, yeah. More than I liked the adults in this. And I like the adult actors. Yeah. But I think the kids meshed better than the adults did. Yeah. Some of them, the adults, I just... Some of them I couldn't remember who was who yeah. <laughs> from the kids, and I had to like look them up on IMDb as I was no, watching the see, movie. But that's the thing. I think the the adults were super well cast in this. I Holy think they're shit. well cast. It's a like stellar cast. I just yeah. don't think they work. I don't. I just wasn't into them as much as. But I, I I think the adults operate more separate than the kids did in the movie. Like when the yeah, kids were separate yeah. in the movie, then they they jumped time. Yeah. To like to like where they're back together again. Yeah. Like in this, like they the adults spend a lot more time separate from each other. Yeah. To do the whole like they have to find their token shit. Yeah. So I feel like yeah, like I can see where you're coming from in terms of like yeah, they don't seem to work to get work as well together as a group, but they don't spend a lot of the movie together as a group. That's true. Well, they spend almost well, no, that's not true. Because <laughs> I was going to say, it takes them a long time to all get rallied and get back to Derry. Like, almost 40 minutes of the f beginning of the movie. Yeah. And then, for another 40 minutes, they're off doing their own kind of thing. Yeah. So that only leaves, so like, it's an like, extra yeah. hour. So it's, like, it's almost like you kind of need the first one to see how well they work together as kids. To kind of get, like, what, what their relationship is as adults. And you kind of have to, like, really put together that these kids are these adults. Yeah. Because they don't really spend a lot of time together as adults. Right. What did you think of the actual, like, horror aspects of the movie? I mean, it was well produced. But it was, yeah. like, again, like, like, how I felt about the first one that I brought up in our last show. Like, it feels like you don't really get that whole idea of, like, what's real and what isn't. Yeah, I when you said that last week, it made me go into this the same way. I'm like, so some parts, like, so one part in this, one of the characters, Eddie, like, meets, like, what you would assume is, like, a hallucination, but he comes out of it just fucking gross. Yeah. And full of slime or mm -hmm. whatever. Yeah. And then other parts... It's a complete hallucination. Yeah. And so I'm like, what? <laughs> what's real? Like, does anyone yeah. see this? Yeah. I don't know. Like, I know. I, there, can't, I don't even, get how Pennywise works. Yeah, and there's even, like, a part at the end when, like, Beverly is, like, 
drowning in like a big thing of blood and then it's like is this real and then she comes out of it but then she's still covered in blood where i was like was it real (laughs) (laughs) i can never tell yeah and like some of it like i don't think the horror worked as well in this as it did the first one yeah. It almost played off as more just suspense. Yeah. This when, one, when are they going to get out of yeah, it? Like, this one felt more like really cool looking set pieces as opposed to like really establishing a horror, like a horror scene. Yeah. And then some of it, I think the CGI isn't spot on either. Yeah. You know, so there is a scene where Jessica Chastain's character, Bev, goes to try to see her old apartment and she meets that old lady and it's like a teaser trailer. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The reveal in that, I think the CG is kind of bad. <laughs> yeah. It looked like uh, a <laughs> fuck. I'm trying to remember what it looked like, <laughs> but yeah, it, like the once she reveals like herself in her true form, it's just like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, exactly. And I was waiting for it because I was getting kind of like on the edge of my seat. Yeah. As much as you can in a recliner. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh shit, here it comes. And then she like bursts out of the shadow and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> and there's other parts in this too that are kind of the same like near the end. Mm-hmm. Where I'm gonna, I wouldn't say it's like just bad. It's just like, I guess you only spent $79 million on this and most of yeah. it's probably for yeah. actors yeah. like budgets. Um, another thing I wanted to bring up too is that I really like um, Bill Hader and uh, who's the actor Eddie. Yeah, the guy that played Eddie. Richie really and Eddie. Yeah, are really good together again in this as the adults. But sometimes when they are jokey, it's like in a situation where it's like you should not be joking right now. <laughs> and I get and like some people even call that out. It's like now is not the time for that. Yeah. But it's just, it kind of takes the piss out of the scene sometimes. Oh, yeah. And no, I'm like, I get that. I, it, whereas it, when the kids did it, it was like they were kind of bickering at each other and it worked because yeah. they're kids. Yeah. And like, yeah. And like with kids, you can explain it away where it's like kids don't really fully understand the, the gravity yeah, of the it. gravity of like what you're going through. But even then, I don't even remember like it happening on like a fairly serious moment like they need to be in this moment like i don't yeah. remember i'm making like i fucked your mom jokes yeah during it whereas like it happened in this and i was almost getting sick of it like i'm like you're breaking i know you're trying to like break the tension to like build it back up again but i don't think it was in the right way yeah like they were trying to break the tension when they were trying to still build the tension i yes <laughs> and it, it just kind of you had to start over halfway through and i never got back yep really settled back into it until it was almost too oh, late. Oh, no, I, yeah, I feel you on that. But I really like Bill Hader in it at points in this. Yeah. And see, and I really like the guy that played Eddie. Cause Me too. I feel like, I, I, especially coming so fresh off of the first It, like, the guy that plays Eddie in this looks so much like an older version yes. of the kid that plays Eddie in the first For one. For sure Like, it's does. like they fucking cloned him and aged him, <laughs> like, 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, how the fuck? And, like, he even does, like, that, he does, like, that weird, like, lip curl that the Eddie did in the first one, too, where you're like, god damn it. Like, it's like you took the, you just aged the fucking kid from the first one. Yeah. Out of everybody, he was, like, you could tell. Yeah. If that's who the character was supposed to be. Yeah, out of everyone, he was the one that I, that I saw where I was like, I can't stop seeing the kid 
from how you look. Yes. Everyone else looked like like an act like like. Yeah, you're close enough. Yeah, like, okay, yeah, that's fine. But he was like, "Oh, you're the you're the older version of the kid." Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know what was funny about this that I found out is that they actually had to go back in the like flashback scenes in this where they showed the kids again and de-age the kids. Really? Because the, the oh, in, I'm, sh- I'm sure in two years, yeah, the kids aged noticeably there was a few times where they showed the kids where i was like you seem older than how you should right now i see i didn't just super recently rewatch the first part yeah. so like it i didn't like it's just a it. tad bit where it was like you look a year older mm. <laughs> like and it's like you look a year older and it's supposed to be like the same year so like i <laughs> i thought a few times like finn wolfhard the guy who plays richie who's in also stranger things looked weird I'm like, did they, like, is, they, like, almost, like, Facebook filtered his head or something like that? Yeah, a tiny bit. And I was like, uh, maybe I'm just everyone, forgetting Everyone this. in the Losers Club looks taller in this. Right. I'll say that. Okay. Like, there's, like, there's times where, like, they're standing next to things where I was like, I don't think you measured up to that <laughs> in that way in the first movie. Because they do, like, re, they do, like, revisit old location in the first one. And it's just like I don't know if it's my brain telling me because I saw it so so soon to this where I was like, you seem way taller than before. <laughs> like <laughs> the kid who plays Bill is probably taller than actual James McAvoy. Yeah. Bill, yeah, Bill looks like he's like way he's aged a lot since like the first movie. Yeah, because he looks like a fucking he looks like a goddamn like junior in, in high school sometimes where <laughs> like he stands. Over people, where I'm like, you look tall as shit. So James McAvoy's only like five seven, I think. <laughs> the kid who plays Bill's probably in real life six yeah. two. Someone <laughs> just, someone just cut his ankles off at like an early age. <laughs> oh man, is there anything else like spoiler free that you wanted to get into this? Oh, That's actually, I so I much. wanted to say like, uh, so Bill Hader, um, this is the first time he's ever been. In a horror movie. Yeah. And so anytime he got to, like, the actual horror aspects of it, he didn't know how to, like, react so much. So he would just nervously laugh. And they had to do a bunch of retakes. They're like, you need to act scared, Bill. <laughs> and he'd be like, oh, okay, sorry, bummer. <laughs> and then uh, he actually didn't know that Bill Skarsgård could make his eyes go cockeyed. Yeah, there's, like, a meme online where they showed, like, him like joking around with Bill Skarsgård, and then like him showing him how his eyes move, and then like Bill Hader getting like fucking terrified. <laughs> so I didn't know that, but I just found that out, and that really, that really brains my day. Yeah. Also, Bill Skarsgård, he said he had a lot more fun on set during this one because he actually could interact with the actors, yeah, and not like because then I guess in the first one he was told to like shy away from the kid actors to like. So when he was actually on screen, he would really legit scare them. Yeah. Which seems cruel. (laughs) Now that I say it, it seems very cruel to do that. But then in this one, because they're all just adult actors, he would like grab ass with them on like set and stuff like that. Which I'm like, ah, that seems even even cooler because they're probably And he's really good as Pennywise in this again, too. Yeah, he's only in it for ten whole minutes, though. Really? That's it. It feels like he was in it more. He was sprinkled in it way more than... Uh, he was in the first one. The first one, he only has like four minutes of dialogue. I don't know how actual screen time he has, but um, 
In this, he's like only in it for yeah, ten minutes. Jesus, I know. Good, good amount of time because I thought he was in it throughout the, pretty much the whole yeah. movie. But yeah, he's unless they are just counting like the clown portions of it. I yeah. don't know. I don't know. But no, he's good in it. Yeah, like he's he's a really good Pennywise, and also, uh, so the guy that plays Mike, yeah, Isaiah Mustafa, yeah. Is the fucking Old Spice guy. Okay, I thought it was. And I'm like, I wanted to be like, Isaiah Mustafa, that sounds like a familiar name. I think it's the Old Spice guy. But I don't want to say that and seem racist if it's not. You know what I mean? It's the Old Spice guy. (laughs) Thank God it is. Because I actually had the fear of bringing that up to you. Be like, I think that's the Old Spice guy. And you're like... No, uh, yeah, it's, it's nowhere not. near Troy. And I'm like, ah, fuck, I'm a racist. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the Old Spice guy. Thank But he God. was really good in this, too. Yeah. Like, I like the fact that he was, like, the only guy that was left that stayed in Derry while everyone left. Mm-hmm. And, like, you can... He even had, like, uh, like, vocal mannerisms that, like, the mic from the first one had where, like, I could... He didn't, like, look so much like him, so I was like, okay, you're not Mike. But then, like, mm-hmm. he would talk like him in a way where I was like, oh, shit, are you Mike? Well, it's easier to tell which one's Mike. <laughs> no, 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 I get it, but, but like, I, I appreciate, like, I feel like this is, this, like, watching these back-to-back, I think, would really be good because I feel like the adult actors in this, even though they don't uh, interact with each other as much as the kids do... Like, I really appreciated how they interacted with each other in this, because they really take on, like, the the aspects of the kid actors. Yeah. Where, like, if you watch both movies back-to-back, it doesn't feel like they've really missed a beat when they get together. So you don't really feel like these adult actors are m- much different from what the kid actors are like. And I heard that was, like, a deliberate choice. To actually attempt to do... Yeah. Um, with the adults, like, kind of getting to know, like, the cadences of the kids and stuff. Mm-hmm. So you didn't feel like that disconnect. Yeah. And I thought... I actually thought all of them did a really good job. Oh, yeah. It, it's really good. Like, I I really like the fact that I saw this so close to the second one. Because I don't even think I really... I would have appreciated it as much. Yeah. If I would have held off watching the first one. Yeah. Um... All right, uh, well, why don't we jump into some spoiler stuff, since we've gotten so far. All right. Would you recommend people to go to the theater to see this? If you're a really, 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 really big fan of the first one, I think you'll like this. Okay. But it's a lot. <laughs> it's yeah. three hours. It's a lot. Yeah. So maybe wait for to rent it, maybe. But I think if, if you really liked what they did with the first one, this wraps up the story of the first one but it does it for a while (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mm, uh, i'm on the fence on whether to go to the theater or not to see i'll just say check it out at home i would that would be my for sure stance on it or catch it at a matinee yeah that'll be good i caught it at a matinee today for five bucks i didn't feel like my money was yeah like unwisely spent yeah because that's about as much as you could rent it for if you're getting it off like freaking amazon anyway mm-hmm. so just go see it on the big screen then for five bucks 
Um, so spoilers from here on out. Spoilers from here on out. Not that anything really can be spoiled about it. It's been a book for years. Yeah. <laughs> but like, so um, one thing I wanted to bring up is that Stephen King has a cameo in this. Oh yeah, and I love. <laughs> They do so... They beat to death, like, the whole joke about how Stephen King sucks at making endings. Oh, my God. I, that's <laughs> one of my notes in this, is that the ending sucks. They bring that up, like, a billion times in this. <laughs> it's one of the things they just beat, like, a dead horse. Yeah. You were... Yeah. Uh, oh, fuck. James McAvoy, uh, Bill, in this, is a uh, screenwriter... Or, no, he was a writer, but for, uh, like, books and shit. And then they always bring up where it's like, your books are really good... You just have you just make really shitty endings, right? And they even get to a point where like he goes to a pawn shop, and Stephen King is the owner of the pawn shop. <laughs> that he himself even says your endings suck. <laughs> or it's like, oh god, you've gotten to that point now where you have to make fun of yourself. God, you're so meta, Stephen King. <laughs> I really thought though, I was waiting for him to be like Pennywise though. Were you? Like, really? when he gets the bike? Because it's during the whole token grabbing yeah, yep, scene. Yeah. And everyone's kind of running into him here and there in, like, a flashback and stuff. Yeah. I was waiting for Stephen King to be like, well, I'll just see what I got in the back and come out. And he's like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Look at me! I'm a scary man! <laughs> <laughs> but it never happened. He's just full-on Stephen King. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I... It didn't really take me out of the movie or anything. I'm like, oh, look at that. He's Stephen King in it. He's a creepy old creepy old dude. Yeah. What about that creepy old dude that was at the pharmacy? He was in the first one. I know, but, like, yeah, what a creepy fucker, right? <laughs> well, he was creepy in the first one, too. Because he was the Why one that... anyone let him continue to run yeah, a pharmacy? He was the one that talked about how, like, Beverly looked like a celebrity or something and was, like, really, like hammering at home that she's hot when she was like fucking 14 years old god like when uh, Eddie comes up and gets an inhaler prescription and he like goes and squeezes that mole on Eddie's face I felt like he was just gonna eat whatever popped out of that <laughs> shit I was gonna like that you are fucking gross old yeah. man they also like you need that, to be put out of your misery they also had like a gross chick that worked behind the counter too who was also in the first one as like yeah. a woman like she was the one that like Wrote loser on Eddie's cast. Right. When he broke his arm. What a bitch. She hasn't really yeah. <laughs> moved look, on. No one, no one in this town has really moved on. <laughs> like, I think that's the thing I appreciate the most about this, like, series is, like, I feel like you get a little bit out of it more if you've grown up in a small town. Yeah. Because you kind of get those, those, that feeling of, like, people that grow up in a town like that where, like, they are just, like, they never leave, yeah. like us. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. But no, like, those people that are, like, they don't ever leave, and they're just, like, just become weirder and weirder as, like, the years go on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what also gets me about this town is that, like, horrible murders happen, and just seems everyone's fine with still living there. Yeah. Well, that, that goes with my, uh... I'll talk about that later in my oh theory. Oh my god, maybe I'm just just salting the little appetizer here. Yeah. But um, no, I get that too. Like in terms of like taking it as for face value, it's just like it feels like you do realize that like kids go missing every 27 years and you're just like, well, Shit the bed. It, it is what it is. Kid lost his arm, got sucked into a sewer. Wasn't my fucking kid, I don't care. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, 
also in the first one it does show that like more kids and stuff have been like eaten and shit but yeah it doesn't really specifically show that outside of the core group yeah right and in this it does with that like uh, girl under the bleachers. Yep. And well, there's even like a scene in the beginning where like Pennywise eats like a full grown adult man. Yeah. <laughs> and so like that kind of put me back into it right there. I'm like, oh, I guess things do happen outside of like the core group. Yeah. But like it just seems like all that shit is like not important because it doesn't happen to like your loser, loser club. Yeah, loser club. Um. So I know. That, like to take this for face value, it is like. I still have the same complaints as the first one where it's like, what is Pennywise's fucking deal? Like, <laughs> what is he going... What does he want to accomplish? Yeah. Because the whole fucking time... He's he a could, world eater. There's so much fucking shit where it's like, you have them dead to rights and he's just like, I'm going to keep fucking doing this shit. <laughs> where yeah. like, you had... You, you could have killed them. Uh-huh. And they get away where... It's the same, I think it's like the same complaint I had from the first one, but then, like, when I realized what I th- I feel like they're saying, then I, I understood it more. Okay. Based your, on what In I, your own continuity. In my own continuity, <laughs> I feel like it makes more sense. I feel like, but that's what the, I would have to rationalize it as, too, is like, so you're, you call yourself an eater of worlds at the end of this. Yeah. And you could... What seems to do almost anything? Yeah. Why don't you just full on devour this town? Yeah. Uh, I I don't I don't know why. <laughs> like you seem to have like nothing stopping you. Yeah. And you just fucking dick around with all these people that are <laughs> thirty years old when you were a million years old. Yeah. What are you doing? What yeah. are you fucking around for? <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> Yeah, and it's taking taking this whole series for face value. It's frustrating, and I feel like that's that's probably the main reason why I came up with my crackpot theory because I need something to make all this make sense. Because taking it for face value as a clown eating people, this thing makes no fucking sense. <laughs> and I, so, in uh, Bev's like little token scene where she goes and revisits that old lady. Yeah. It like shows a man that looks like he grew up in a circus. That's not real, right? That was just like a fabrication. It might be. Cause I know they say that he takes different forms as he goes throughout the years. Yeah. And even on that wagon in the picture, it said Pennywise, the clown on it. Yeah. And it looked very much like Pennywise, a Pennywise the Clown. Yeah. But was that woman even real? Yeah, that's the thing. Like, was the woman... Yeah, is the woman real? Is it actually his daughter? Did he fuck a chick? <laughs> I don't know! Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And I have no interest in reading it because it's like 1,300 pages long. Yeah. And I really, at this point in my life, have no interest in reading anything of Stephen King. Yeah. I heard his short stories are great. And maybe I'll read some short stories from it. But I think his like movie adaptations of it cut the fat and some whatever horse shit you wanted to do in these books. Because it was the 80s and you were on so much cocaine and you had a fucking ponytail. 
that like yeah. I don't know if I would ever even read a book to get what even it was about. Yeah. And this, I guess, I was talking to Molly after we watched and stuff. And this, I know, I think she said that he wrote this after his car accident too. And she said there's like a vast difference in his writing from before the car accident and after the car accident, where like his his brain just takes a completely different turn like an and like insane turn kind yeah where it's like she read it and she was like i don't even understand what the fuck it was about <laughs> <laughs> i the only reason i would want to dive in is sheer curiosity i know I, I'm but like i too, do but... not want to spend the time reading the book <laughs> And like, like I said, like she's, she said there's an entire chapter where they just show it through the perspective of a cat. Like, there's not really anything that happens in that chapter that, like, lends itself to the story. You're just following a cat. And, like, there's a kid orgy. There's floating turtles in space. Like, what the fuck is this movie? <laughs> this is book. <laughs> what are you doing, Stephen King? Anyway, I... Okay, so... The first hour, 15 minutes, hour, 20 minutes, is getting all the gang back together. Yeah. And finally setting them on the quest. You need to find your tokens in order to take down Pennywise. Yeah. That's like act one. Yeah. And I'm like, holy shit, that's a long act one. Yeah. I think a lot of it can be trimmed out. But I also think a lot of the end can be trimmed as well. I know. Because there's a, there's a lot of the end where it's like, we did it. No, we didn't do it. Ah, shit. Okay. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. <laughs> the end of the movie seemed very, very similar to the first movie. Yeah. And so I was just like, it's just the same ending. It's like watching the Donner cut of Superman 2. <laughs> he turns the earth around again to turn back time. Yeah. You, what are you doing? It's the same ending. Yeah. Maybe, you know what I would like to see? This movie made as the book is kind of told where the kid stuff and adult stuff is intertwined. Yeah. And so, like, it's not so separate. Yeah. I get that it works easier like that. Yeah. But, like, even in the 1990 television movie... The adult stuff is the worst stuff. Yeah. And I feel like this is the weaker stuff as well. <laughs> yeah. Just because you've seen it all already. You've yeah. seen how this resolves already. Yeah. Like, I think that the ending would have been better digested, like, going back and forth between the kids beating the fuck out of Pennywise and then the adults, like, belittling him to where he becomes smaller. Yes. Whereas, like, like, we just have to remember what we did before and then work our way into that again. Yeah. Because, like, I think... Yeah, this story is better well taken with the idea that, like, the adults don't remember what happened. Yeah. Because then you can be like, well, fuck, then I don't, I don't know what they're... Like, if they don't know what they're doing, then I don't know what they're doing. And then you can go back and forth between them as adults and them as kids. Yeah, kind of like how they did in this movie. Yeah. Just grab them as they're adults. You do, like, you kind of have it cold, like... You don't know why these adults yeah. don't remember stuff, and then you get it all told in flashbacks. Yeah, and intersperse it until you get to the end of the movie. I think that that would be that would probably be a better cut of it for sure. Yeah, call us, call us. We have two great ideas. Hire us. We have the freaking intercut it movie and ass face movie, <laughs> or face ass, face ass, <laughs> ass off, <laughs> ass off. <laughs> call us. Our phones are open yeah 
send us a SMS text message. Yeah. Get it, <laughs> drop in our DMs. Uh, um, shoot, what did I have? Oh, anyway, okay. So then the whole token grabbing, the whole second act pretty much is like another forty minutes where the characters aren't really interacting with each other. Yeah, and I felt like I liked a lot of this because this is where a lot of the, I guess, quote horror is coming from. Yeah. And a lot of the character building comes out of this too. But then again, I was kind of like, "This is I. This is wasting a lot of time." Yeah, and then in this movie, and it feels like a lot of what they do separately is like the same thing, but just done just for that character. Yes, where it was like every scene was kind of built up the same way, where they enter a room and then it becomes more eerie. Yeah, and then it feels like something's about to happen, and, and then was something it real scary or not happens. Real? <laughs> where it's like, yeah, like. It feels like they just did the same scene over and over again with different circumstances because it's different characters. Yeah. By the time... Because they do it with every character. Every character. There's six of them at this point. Yeah. It's like a lot of time yeah. spent on yeah. this. Like, they hit, they killed Stanley just because, like, we can't do seven of these. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we just can't. Yeah. We have to kill one of them because, Lord forbid, we do fucking seven of these That's goddamn... That's an hour. Yeah. God damn. But, uh, I, but then again, like, I liked that because that was like the horror aspect I was kind of looking for Yeah, in the movie. And that's like where a big chunk of it is. So without it, then you don't really get a whole lot of horror in the movie. Yeah. But even then, like, as I said before, it's like not as scary as like, I don't know, part one. So yeah. I I don't know I don't know what yeah I think. and I think that's just like the strength of part one is that they they seem so close in the first one because they are around each other for so much of it that you generally do feel like you want them to be together in order to stop this yeah and like a lot of this one is that they have to f kind of find themselves to stop it where it's like well then I don't I don't I don't feel what you are as a group like I did in the first one right um. So anyway, after the whole token grabbing scene, and then it comes to, like, Act 3, where it's like, let's go fuck up this clown. Mm -hmm. And they go back to, like, the old haunted house. and The old house and go back down the back well. Back down the well and, and do the whole shit over again. <laughs> yeah. Um, there was uh, parts of that that was kind of cool. I liked the old uh, spider head part. That was kind of, like, Thing-esque. Oh, yeah. That was kind of cool. Um... I, I don't know. It's just a creepy old house. Kind of, you don't know where they're going. <laughs> it's kind of over fairly quickly until yeah. they get down the well, and then they find themselves in like the belly of the beast, the yeah. big chamber of it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they, have, they tried to use that fucking big wooden bullshit thing to stuff it back in. Yeah, which from the beginning I'm like, this it's isn't gonna so, work. Yeah, it's so weird. Like. <laughs> like, like once they once like Mike introduces the whole like ancient Indian Navajo bullshit, mm -hmm. I was like, oh, okay, where are we going? Yeah, <laughs> but I guess that's like what it's like in the book. Yeah, like I've heard people like talk about like in the book, it's way weirder. Where I was like, okay, I'll take this then. <laughs> yeah, what is it? Do you know what it is in the book? Off the top it's of your it's head? like the same thing in the book, but it's like they go into way more detail about like what they need to do to get it back in this fucking weird okay. wooden cask or whatever. Yeah. And this they're just like we need to do this weird chant. <laughs> I was like, okay. Alright. 
and the chant is pretty much "Don't look at it, don't look at it." <laughs> That's not what it is, but it's pretty much like the Ark of the Covenant type shit. Don't look at it. Yeah. But anyway, they beat Pennywise. There you go. Yeah, they yeah they do the, they do some shit at the end. They do some shit. Um, and it's like at the end, it's like a big, like actiony set piece where it. Like, it's never really scary. It's kind of suspenseful a little bit. Yeah. But, like, I was looking for, like, more horror in this movie. Yeah. Where I, I just, I felt like it was a little bit lacking. Mm-hmm. Even all the way up to the end. But I liked kind of, like, how um, it all kind of wraps up to be, like, a, I don't know, happy ending, I guess. Yeah. Happy-ish ending. Everyone's finally, like... Finally. Everyone's living their lives. <laughs> Look at me. Bev and Ben on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> they're uh, so happy. They're so happy, finally. I don't know. I've been talking forever. What What? What do you got going on over there in your head? Well, Troy, do you want to hear my crackpot theory? Yes, obviously. We've got people on pins and needles about what my crackpot theory of it, the entire series of it means. Okay, so when I was watching this, my my first idea was, like, this needs to be... I feel like this was about, like, how small towns, like, alienate people that they feel are different than them. Okay. Like, that's kind of what I was getting from the first one, because a lot of it was, That like, first scene? Not the first scene, but, like... The first movie. In the first movie, where it was, like, you, got, you have this group called the Losers Club, and then, like, everyone around them kind of feels like they need to alienate them in some way and i felt like it was kind of a <clears throat> it was kind of a uh like a critique on how small towns treat people that they don't really like accept yeah because everyone in losers club has a certain like deficiency or something about them that makes them i'm a minority whereas like well i don't need to listen to you because you're this yeah because you're uh you have asthma, or you have a stutter, or whatever. Or you're fat. Or you're fat. <laughs> like, and then, like, the losers are, like, they come together to be like, well, we're not going to let them get to us, and then they overcome it. And, like, it it itself is, like, the, the manifestation of all these people's, like, judgment of them, like, taking it out on the losers themselves. So that's what I thought meant in the first one. But watching this, and then getting all the way through it, and then actually, like... I did like a lot. I did even did research for this where I was like, I feel like it's this. And like, even the fact that there's seven of the losers, I was like looking into this. Okay. And I was like, I feel like I have this nailed down that it itself, the, the series from like the first movie and the second movie is a critique on the modern take on Christianity. Okay. <laughs> Explain. <laughs> okay. So... Uh, it, when they first introduce it, it shows up in three light orbs. Yeah. Which can be taken as... The Father, Son, and the Holy The Holy Spirit. Trinity. Yeah. And it enters this body, which is a, a clown. Kind of like a... Like a... Uh, like a joke. Like, like something that's like a fool. And a lot of the times when it... When it interacts with smaller children... Like, people that are more, uh, open to, like, uh... Influence? Influence, yeah. 
uh, it's way nicer. Like, it tries to bring him in more like, well, if you don't do this, then people will think this of you. Or, well, people think this of you, and I don't, I, I think you're, you're special, so come to me. And then when they come to him, then he consumes them. But when it comes to older kids, like the losers, it goes through fear. And the losers themselves represent, because there's seven of them, it represents... The deadly sins. The seven deadly sins. And every single loser represents a, de- a certain sin. Okay. That I've, I, and I even like, hold on, let me find it. <laughs> every, every loser represents their own seven deadly sin. So, while I'm looking up, do you think you know which sin each loser represents? Um, not all of them, no. Okay. Hold on, here we go. Okay, so Bill, like the kid that loses Georgie. Yeah. He's pride. Okay. Because he tortures himself over the fact that he lost Georgie, and every time something comes up, he feels like he has to do it himself. Okay. Which is pride. Okay. Richie is wrath. Okay. Because he's in love with Eddie, and even though he loves him, he still takes out on him by, like, making fun of him and, like, shit like that. Yeah. Beverly is lost mm-hmm. because everyone sees her as just, like, this girl that they could fuck, and then they even kind of... <laughs> Like in the first one, that's all they fucking do. Even the dad is like, like kind of over-sexualizes her. Uh-huh. And like they even insinuate that she was kind of sexual at a young age too. And then Ben is envy because like he always looks at people. He's jealous of people with like average body types. And when he sees uh, Bill and Beverly together, he's always like jealous of their connection they have with each other. Okay. Mike is sloth because he always talks about how... He saw his parents like, burn in front of him, and he's he talks about how he couldn't do anything, even though they were in the same room together. And then when everyone else leaves the leaves the town, he still stays in the town, so he never leaves. Okay. And then Eddie is gluttony, because uh, this one is a little more far fetched, because like he's a hypochondriac, so like he takes things that he doesn't really necessarily need, so he ingests things he doesn't need. Even when he knows they're placebos, he still takes them. Because he goes to the pharmacy and gets the same prescrip- prescription his mom had when he know that, knew they were placebos. And then when he gets uncomfortable, he takes them. So he unnecessarily takes something he doesn't need, which is gluttony. Okay. And then Stanley is greed because the one thing that he fears the most is a painting, which is a physical object. So he values, some, he values a physical object over other things. Okay. Okay. So every single loser stands for a seven deadly sin and Pennywise's whole thing to try and get them to, to to like consume them is to take that sin and put it on them where they feel like less of a person because they they fear what they are and what he wants them to feel like are their sins which is modern day Christianity <laughs> Okay. All right. I'm not completely against this theory, but it is a crackpot theory. It is a crackpot theory. So the whole the whole story of the entire movie, of, of both movies, is Pennywise trying to convince all the losers that they are their sins and them having to overcome that by realizing they're more than what their sins are. And then beyond that, realizing that what Pennywise is is nothing more than an idea that they're less than what they are to where they beat him down to where you're not special. You're just a fucking clown 
to where they beat them, beat him in the second one, and then they fucking tear out his heart. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> That's a lot to digest there. Yeah. When you said it's Christianity, I'm like, here we go. See, yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying like it's Christianity in general because at the end that the lights don't be the lights aren't destroyed. It's Pennywise itself. Where I feel like it's the manifestation of what we've made Christianity. I see. Cuz they even have like, this part where uh so like uh the part where Mike like scratches out like the part and, god damn it. I don't give a shit about flash flood warnings. <laughs> <laughs> so the part where uh, they have that cask that they're supposed to store Pennywise in. Yeah. And Mike scratched out the part where Pennywise killed, like, the Indian people that tried to put him in it on the cask. That is man's... That is man rewriting scripture to best suit how they feel it should be done. My God. <laughs> this is... <laughs> A heartburn-fueled acid <laughs> it, trip it you're going on. It is. But I, like, I legit, like, I, I thought it out, and I feel like, I feel like it has, like, some sort of... Merit. Yeah. All right. I can't say that it's not <laughs> creative. I think, yeah. <laughs> but, like, I feel like I do this on movies that I just can't fully understand. Like, I need something to connect to. And, like, with this, like, I was really, like... I was like, okay, well, there's seven of them. There's seven deadly sins. And then I was like going through, I was like, they all kind of fit that. So what's Pennywise? And then I was like, well, if it's sins, then it's got to be Christianity. So what does he do? And then like all through this shit, like even like down to where uh, Henry like is like influenced by him and then like acts out in like aggression and hate. Where like anytime he interacts with Pennywise, he's like, "Well, then I fucking hate these people," mm-hmm. and then he acts out by like torturing them or hurting them, like if in any way that any way, shape, or form that he thinks are different. Okay, all right, man. <laughs> I can't say that I would have been drawn towards that answer. <laughs> anytime, like I have something where it's like I just need to understand this because it's it's just doesn't make any sense i just go to ah fuck it it's just sloppily written yeah <laughs> that's i don't usually try super hard to connect the dots but because i'm like i don't have the yeah. energy for this shit and then i have no life <laughs> so then i do this shit <laughs> but like i don't know like when it comes to like watching something like this especially when it's so fucking weird like this because there's some weird ass fucking shit in this movie mm-hmm. and like it's when it's when it gets this weird my my Instead of being like, ah, fuck this, I'm like, there's gotta be a reason for this. Sure. So I'll, like, I will stew over it until I kind of figure out what I think it means. Okay. And granted, this is a, this is a fucking, like, out there, blockbuster, <laughs> clown-eating kids movie. Yeah. Who gives a shit, but this yep. is what I kind of drew from it. Very good. I'm glad we got there. I'm glad we got there. Do you find it at all interesting? Maybe I'm just fucking crazy. I... I really... Do I agree with it? No. Do I find it interesting? Yes. <laughs> and very detailed. <laughs> you went into way more detail than I ever thought. And the fact that I was even following you counts a, a lot. Because sometimes you're like, okay, 
Now hear me out. I'm like, oh, okay. Here we go. <laughs> and then you're saying shit like, I don't know, man. I can't, I can't agree with you on this. I followed everything you were saying. Really? And I was like, okay. Okay. Keep going. <laughs> Keep going. But then at the end of the day, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> I know. I I invest way too much in these fucking crazy-ass fucking blockbuster movies just being like, I need something to connect to. That's what I appreciate. And it made for. me like it more. So I'm going to I'm gonna be like, that's what they tried to say. At the end of the day, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with that, in in terms of like, oh well, this is a fucking clown that was way too fucking lazy to eat a bunch of kids <laughs> that they could have he could have eaten any time. Yeah, any time. <laughs> any time. <laughs> we could have eaten them at any time. Uh, it's turning me Irish. I'm so <laughs> I'm so frustrated. Well, that's what I appreciate about you. Oh, <laughs> hey, you ever noticed? <laughs> All in all, what would you grade uh, It Chapter 2 here? It Chapter 2, like, given my crockpot theory. <laughs> Give me a theory. I, I appreciate it more. <laughs> but still, I think the second movie did not need to be as long as it was, even given my ideas, where I was like, you could have said this in way shorter time. Yep. And there's still things, if even if you want to present it in a way where it's just a clown killing kids, it still makes no sense. But still, given what I think about it and what I think it's trying to say, I still find it interesting. So I'm going to give it a, a middle-of-the-road B. Okay. I'm trying to see what we did. So for the first one, you did B+. And I did an A- minus yeah. for Chapter 1. For Chapter 2, I actually think... I didn't, overall, I didn't hate this movie at all, but I didn't feel like it hit on all the same cylinders as what I liked about the first one. No, I feel you there. And with the runtime being as long as it was, and a lot of time I felt just kind of spinning their wheels, mm -hmm. I'm going to give this a C. Okay. Uh, so what'd you say, B? B. And I'm going to put a C. That's quite a dramatic drop for me. Yeah, from an A minus to a C, and it's like if I didn't, if I not, if I did not come across my crackpot theory, I'd probably be right there with you because a lot of this makes no fucking sense if you're trying to take it for face value. Yeah, um, it chapter one is probably one of my favorite horror movies. Like I feel like it's well crafted, and it's very well put together. Yeah, um, I still like a fun horror movie more than like. Mm -hmm. Like a straight-on, like, scary horror yeah. movie. So, like, my favorite is, like, Cabin in the Woods and, like, freaking yeah. Trick or Treat and yeah. those kind of horror movies. I feel, even though uh, it's going to be hard to fit it in because I got a lot of our October packed, maybe for, uh, maybe for like, a Monday show in October, we could do, like, a, a, a decent scary movie. That'd be fun. That'd be all right. I got, some I got some ideas okay. that I think you would appreciate. Okay. Very good. Cooking up something good. Yep. Very good. Um, so what else have you been into, JT? Well, Troy, on top of uh, trying to solve the world's problems through it, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I saw the movie Ma. Oh, yeah? I did see Ma, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, saw I, saw, yeah I saw Ma. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty good. It's It gets so fucked up at the end. <laughs> 
like uh, it's pretty straightforward up to like the last 10 minutes where like you almost kind of feel sorry for her up to that point where you're like oh you're a fucking crazy person mm -hmm. but like i feel like it's a fun critique on like people that can't let shit go from high school okay like i was like thinking about like because like molly and her friend from high school that she still has like they constantly get together and like talk shit about people that they know from high school that they know got fat and shit and they're like always right. talking about them where i'm like why do you still care about those people <laughs> Like I think you and me, you and me, we we've known each other since kindergarten. Yeah, we meet each other every fucking Wednesday. I don't yep. think we ever talk shit about anyone from our high school. Not, not very ever rarely. Yeah, unless we've run into somebody. Yeah, and be like, guess what we saw or whatever it is. But yeah. other than that, yeah. It never comes up. Yeah. Like, the guy that probably bullied me the most, I see at my CrossFit class all the time. And I'm like, I'm really glad he's turned his life around. Like, he's actually, like, <laughs> getting in better shape. Good. Where I'm like, who gives a shit about high school anymore? <laughs> like, it always blows my mind. Like, Molly's like, oh, my God, this chick that always made my life insane got so fat. And I'm like... Why do you? Why are you happy about? <laughs> That's sad. She's probably miserable. Yeah, she's probably living off food stamps or some shit. <laughs> That's a leap in logic. <laughs> but all right, go on. Well, yeah, like, but but Ma, like, it kind of like takes like that mentality and like drives it like times a thousand. Okay. Where she's <laughs> she's just like. Trying to like fuck her crush's son, where you're like, oh god damn. Oh, but Jesus it's it, it's a good it's a good movie. Okay, it's another Jordan Peele. No, it's not Jordan Peele, but it's like done by Blumhouse. Oh, I thought he is his name was on it. No, like the director it, the the director is the same director of The Help. Okay. Like, uh, cause like I guess how it came together was like Blumhouse gave him a movie to do, and Octavia Spencer like from The Help was like, I want to. I want to be in a movie where I'm not the good person. <laughs> okay. And, and he's like, all right. And then they came up with this where she's just like, and she's so fucking good. Where like, they even like put her in situations where it was like, she's so nice. And then she'll just like turn on a dime where it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> You're still nice. So I'm going to let this slide. But Jesus Christ, that's a, that's a little much right there. And then as it goes on, it's like, oh no, she, she was way more of that than she was the other person where she was nice. Like it's 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 good. Like okay. it's a it's a cool slow build. And right. It's only an hour and a half long. Oh, perfect. So yeah, I I would suggest Ma. Ma's fun. All right, very good. And uh, me and Molly started jumping into what we do in the shadows. The, the oh, yeah. TV series on FX that they put on Hulu. Yeah, and it is fantastic. Okay, Chelsea was just wondering that the Holy other day. Holy shit, it's funny. Good, good. <laughs> it is so good. Like they hit, they even hit like certain beats from like the movie. That they do in this, and there's even like a part where like they do something where it seems like they did something wrong, and they have to be like judged by uh, by a council of vampires, and it's like the vampires from the movie. <laughs> Good. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's it. And then uh, I uh, I have a podcast to bring up too. Oh my! That I've been slowly getting into. It's called uh, Get Rich Nick. Okay. Where uh. It's from Earwolf, and it's these two guys that are friends called Nick that, uh, like, are trying to do every single get-rich-quick scheme, mm -hmm. and they do a show about them, mm -hmm. and it is 
hilarious. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, the first one they do is, like, plasma donation. Mm-hmm. And, like, they were like, we did this one because we know this is this was, like, we've been told this is, like, the surefire way to make money. Because their whole goal is, like, they're going to use the money they make from their schemes to finance the next scheme they do. Mm-hmm. So, like, we're going to do plasma donation because we heard that's the best way to make money. So between the two of us, we should be able to get, like, $300 in a week. And, like, one guy got so jerked around. Like, <laughs> he, he showed up. He went to two different sessions that they, they kept him for three hours both times. And he never donated a single drop of plasma. <laughs> and they kept telling him that, like, his... Like, one time they sent him home because they said his mouth was too cold. <laughs> And the other and the other guy only got one only was able to donate plasma once and he said it was the worst experience he ever had in his entire life. Holy shit. And they promised him $75 for doing it and they gave him 50 bucks. God. So, <laughs> do you, have you ever donated plasma no. before? I have. So like when I was in oh, I don't remember what the reason was. I was probably desperate for money. So I was trying yeah. to like donate plasma when I had a day off or whatever. Yeah. It is a chore, and I donate <laughs> blood fairly quickly, but even, like, with that, like, donating it takes at least an hour. Yeah. Because they take out your take out your blood, yeah. they separate the plasma from the red blood cells, yeah. and then they mix the red blood cells with, like, a saline solution and put that back into your body. Yeah. And then just leave the plasma or whatever. Yeah. The whole screening process is a motherfucker <laughs> because that on your first time in takes probably an hour. Yeah. And there's like at least the place I went to is like an actual like kind of written exam that's on like a computer screen. <laughs> and then that's brought to like a person who reviews it. And then you have like a face to face interview yeah. with another person. Yeah. And I've gotten I've had to do that four times. <laughs> That whole thing. Because if you go too long and don't donate, yeah. you have to do it all over again. And that's yeah. what I was doing because I couldn't go three times a week when they said you needed to. And so, like, I would go back in, do the whole thing over again. And there's one time I got through the whole thing again. And I was sitting in the, the chair with the face-to-face. And I was talking to the lady. And I just went like this. And, like, just scratched my nose. And she said, are you sick? And I'm like, no. It's just... You keep this place at a cool 60 degrees, so my nose is a little bit runny. Well, you're sick. you got to go home. And turn me away after I'm already there for 90 minutes. I didn't even donate at all. I've only successfully donated twice. Yeah. And made at most $100 for my time and effort. And that was like, a, I've probably spent eight hours at yeah. a total of my life at a plasma donation place. Yeah, I know. I love, like... Listen to that episode because they, they, because I guess where they go, like they, they'll keep you for three hours. And they said the one guy that was there where like he stayed for three hours and then they took his temperature right before they were about to take his plasma. And they were like, oh, oh, your temperature's a little lower than we thought. So we have to send you home. So it's like, so because my mouth's a little colder, <laughs> you're sending me home. And he like kind of lip, raised a bit of a stink about it. He was like, well, okay, well. Because you're kind of you're kind of upset, we're gonna give you this voucher for five dollars. You get an extra five dollars when you officially donate. And then he was like, oh, "Okay," but then like he talked to someone in the lobby, and they said that like 
they a friend drove them there and they gave him a voucher for the same thing <laughs> because he drove someone to give plasma. Oh my god. <laughs> So it was like, they did this because they heard from a bunch of people that this is like the most surefire way to make money, so to fund the rest of their Get Rich Quips teams. Yeah. But they only made $50. Fucking A. <laughs> What's that called? I'm going to subscribe to it right uh, now. Get Rich Nick. Because their second one, they go ho they go to horse races, and they talk <laughs> about, like, they bring a friend with them that knows how to do it, and they said it's like, it's the most frustrating shit because it's like there's so many like code words you need to know when you like when you're actually betting because they kind of treat it like uh when like when you're doing like um uh when you're like shooting craps like you have to know the exact lingo of what you want to bet on otherwise the dealer's going to look at you like you're like you're a fucking idiot where <laughs> <laughs> like you have to know all this certain things to say when you're betting on horses otherwise you're going to hold the line up and then the dealer and then like the lady behind the window is going to, like, look at you like you're a fucking psycho. So, like, I wouldn't know how to bet on horses. Yeah. I have no idea. Yeah, like, they're, like, there's, like, they're, like, certain horses you have to, like, say you want them to, I can't remember the names, but it's, like, there's, like, horses, like, to clean or whatever the fuck, where it's, like, if, if you, like, say you want a horse to clean, then it's, like, if they get first, second, or third, then you get money. But then if, like, enough people bet on that certain horse for that certain bet, then you could, like, you could bet, like, $3 and then get back a nickel. God. <laughs> Where it's, like... <laughs> so, like, they go into all this different shit about, like, horse racing where I'm like, this sounds miserable. <laughs> but then one guy got so addicted to it that he downloaded an app on his phone and did it all day on a Sunday. <laughs> It's a it's a good podcast. Get rich, Nick. Okay, I've already got it freaking downloading <laughs> on my phone right now. That's all I've been into. Um, I saw a few things. I think we think we're gonna drop um HBO here in just a little bit, so we've kind of been like ingesting everything that they have on it right yeah. now, which kind of bums me out because there's a few things on there that I really ended up liking. Well, one thing in particular. So uh, we watched Mary Poppins Returns. Yeah, on there. I don't think it recaptures the magic <laughs> of the first one, even not, though... Not even with Lin-Manuel? <laughs> not even with Lin-Manuel. <laughs> and granted, I didn't watch this one fully. I was kind of in and out of the room at this one because I really didn't have an interest in it at first. Yeah. It does have, like, a touching ending. And there's a few parts in it where I'm like, oh, man, that's really... It's really sad. Yeah. But I'm like, was this really that sad in the first movie? <laughs> like... The whole... I don't think it was. I haven't seen the first movie in, like, probably 15 years. But yeah. the second movie hinges on the son of the original movie growing yeah. up in his house yeah. of his father. Yeah. And you don't ever see the wife because the wife dies. Jesus. And he's, like, a struggling artist and trying to keep up with the finances now and is going to lose his house... Because he doesn't have enough money to pay for the house and the yeah. kids and everything. <laughs> and so the bank is going to repossess his house if he doesn't come up with these bank notes that his dad had. Why is there so many movies with evil banks? It's like, we're going to take your shit. Anyway, so anyway, that whole part was sad. I don't know if Emily Blunt is like... Is like a good representation of Mary Poppins either. Yeah. She's, I kind of want to go back and rewatch the old Mary Poppins. It's really good. And I don't think any of the songs are as catchy either. And yeah. maybe it's just because, like, my mom 
watched Mary Poppins a lot when she was yeah. a kid, and so she would sing them around the house, like, Spoonful of Sugar and all that kind of well, stuff. I think I heard that they're going to put Mary Poppins on, like, a Disney Plus. Maybe we can do that for a show okay. or something somewhere down the line. It's a, I really like Mary I've Poppins. Never, I don't good. think I've ever seen Mary Poppins all the way through. Oh, I've seen it, like, a bunch of times. Probably 20 Shit. times, at least. Shit. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's good. Um, I also watched the entire season four and season five of Silicon Valley in one day. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so so last, you hated it. So last Sunday was like a rainy, dreary day, and me and Chelsea were up early. Yeah. And I'm like, we saw a trailer for season six. Yeah. And we're like, let's just see where we left off on, on that. And we left off like pretty early in season four. Yeah. So we just started it all over and then went through all of season five up until like 11 o'clock that night. God. And finish it all. Like, they're only, like, eight episodes a season, oh, yeah. and they're only, like, a half an hour oh, each. Oh, yeah, that's, that's good. So, like, granted, it's, like, eight hours of something mm -hmm. on TV, but, like, God, it's so good. Yeah. It's, it's it's really good, and I'm really looking forward to where they go now in season six, because now it's their last season and mm -hmm. all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So, that's the only reason I kind of want to keep HBO, is to finish well. Silicon Valley. Maybe I'll hook you up with my uh, parents' HBO Go again. Okay, okay. We'll talk. We'll talk. Uh, and the last thing I watched... You scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Um, was... Uh, we give... Guff about this anytime like the Emmys come up. Yeah. But Chelsea started watching Shit's Creek. <laughs> <laughs> and I've caught a few episodes. And it's not terrible. But I'm still not into it yet and i watched probably like five episodes of it <laughs> oh fuck it's a it's kind of a breeze and it's not ex at all what i thought it was yeah so now that i know what it is i'm like okay this is kind of funny like a super rich family gets screwed out of their millions of dollars yeah and like as a joke the eugene levy character the dad of the family yeah. bought a town for his son for a, like a gag gift. Yeah. And it's this shit's Creek. And so now that's the only place they can live at is this town that they own. That's that, actually kind of good. Yeah. <laughs> and they live in this shitty motel because that's the only place that they have any place to stay. Oh. And the mayor of the town is freaking, uh, my germs from scary movie. <laughs> Elliot? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he is fucking great. And, like, it kind of oh, reminds me fuck. of, like, kind of like a... Maybe like a Curb Your Enthusiasm meets... Uh, maybe like Arrested Development? Yeah. A little bit? Yeah. So, it's not all bad, but I still am not completely on board with it. Yeah. But, like, the fifth season is starting soon. I don't know. Yeah. There you go. Shit's Creek. Not all bad. <laughs> uh, so, JT, if people want to shit in your creek, where can they do so? Uh, open up and <laughs> <laughs> like message me. Oh, my God. Bucky for everyone on Twitter. Open up. And, and I don't fucking know. <laughs> Bucky for everyone on Twitter and Bucky for everyone on Instagram and Bucky for everyone on Snapchat. Troy. You can follow me at Troy to the Max on Twitter. You can hit us up both at Review Review Pod on Twitter as well. We have several things to hit us up on that uh, <coughs> little 
been elbowing my goddamn mic stand all goddamn <laughs> we, night. We have a ton of stuff we asked you to contribute on the uh, good old Twitterverse this episode. Go back in the app and uh, figure them out. I can't remember <laughs> what it was. One was like bullshit and one was hashtag bullshit, hashtag, hashtag I don't fucking, fucking something. It was at the very beginning of the episode. Yeah. Check it out sometime. Realize we've been drinking this whole show. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I'm feeling okay already. I'm feeling pretty good, too. Um, all of our episodes are uploaded onto reviewreviewpod.podbean.com, as, as well as a slew of other sites. If you want to suggest this show to a friend, we are also available on Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, Google Podcasts, I should say, and uh, Apple Podcasts. Yeah. And if you happen to listen to us on Apple Podcasts, rate and review us there, because a good review there helps other people find the show. If you want to write in, which I think uh, somebody wrote into another episode, uh, the other show I do, <laughs> not not this one, um, you can do so at reviewreviewpod at gmail.com. We're getting Trump-type emails over there? We got charm type email. Last Holy time. shit! Yeah, don't don't you fucking worry about it over there, okay? Well, it's okay. Okay. I know I know the charm that Sea Danger has. Oh wait, we do have one. What? I forgot. It's not a charm type one. Fuck! Mail scream. <laughs> Mail. Where the fuck did it go? Oh, I don't fucking know where it is. Ah! <laughs> okay, it's from OJ. What? Sorry, I forgot to put it early on in the show, but here it is. All right, here we go. Um, hey, gents. Oh, is the subject. Top five movies. Oh, shit. Hey, gents. So after thinking about it for a few days, here are my own personal top five movies. Number five, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, my God. The epitome of cool for my generation. Oh, man. Number four, Iron Man. Maybe not the best MCU movie, but it's a top five and the one that started it all. Mm -hmm. Number three, Star Wars The Empire Strikes Back. The best of the franchise. I had to put one of these on there. Number two, Dark City. Oh. Came out a few weeks before The Matrix and sort of took the same general theme, but did it a lot better. I've always been curious to check out Dark City. I like Dark City. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, fuck. And freaking, uh... Fuck, oh, why can't I think of his name at the perfect point in time? Who's on 24? Kiefer Je Sutherland. Kiefer Sutherland is a fucking weirdo in that movie. No. You'll nice. Uh, number one, Slapshot. This is such a classic comedy. I really hope you guys have seen it. If you have not, I can't even. I watched I've, this so many times, I wore out my VHS that's copy. That's on Paul Newman, right? I don't know. I've never seen it. <laughs> <laughs> Way to out yourself to OJ. <laughs> Suck it, OJ. Never seen it. How do you like that? Uh, since I'm t taking the time to actually write you guys an email, I really want to hear what Joel really thinks of Cornette. Wrestling talk. Oh. Uh, I think his shtick mostly uh, is a work at this point. I mean, I get that he prefers old school stuff, but I think his over-the-top criticism is a work. Peace out, and keep up the good work. Signed, OJ. Oh, yeah. Wrestling talk. Okay, Cornette, yeah. He's, I feel like he's definitely a work. I feel like what he does is to just mainly... Uh, he's like pretty much like a wrestling Trump, even though he hates... He'll go on a show and like badmouth Trump all the time, uh -huh. but like I, he's definitely in a in that means where he says what he knows his base of fans wants to hear. Yeah, and he will like 
inspire them to like definitely talk shit to people that are generally trying to make a living in wrestling. Yeah, I don't know if it's like as much as a a a work as it is just like kind of clickbaity stuff, like a clickbaity little snippet of something that he says. Yeah, but I don't know if it's like necessarily a full on. I don't know. Like, I don't listen to enough of his stuff, because, like, anytime I, I see that one little snippet that's taken out, I'm just like, come on. It's a work in the sense that he go he will go on a show and he will talk shit about someone that's exposing the business on a show where he exposes the business. Yeah. So, it's like, he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> in that sense. I still I will still go back and listen to what he has to say, because, like... Through the insanity that he has, he does raise good points that I do use for my general idea of what I how I feel I should work in my wrestling. Yeah. But still, he's fucking out there. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> he's like a fucking lab rat that you, like, fucking <laughs> throw random shit at him, and then, he's, and then it's like, well, I think I got a good idea out of this. I mean, it's all fucking bullshit, but I got an I- idea out of this. Yeah. There's a reason why he made as much money as he did. It's just that he's so out of touch that a lot of the shit that he says is bullshit. But if you can decipher what's bullshit from what's good, I think he's worth listening to. You just can't take what he says seriously. Very good. I can. I agree with that. And that's what I. That's what I usually do. Okay. Like I, I still listen to his shows because he raises general good ideas that I do take for my own work. But beyond that, he is a fucking psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Make sure you in the uh, in the description. Make sure we got a letter in there late because gotcha. I, I thought it was for Charm Type, but it was definitely for this show. Gotcha. I, feel I will bad, say AJ. I will say that. I read it earlier in the week, and I'm like, gotta remember we have a letter, and I fucking forgot it. <laughs> God damn it. Sorry, OJ, but we got it in there at the last minute. So uh, come Monday, JT. We're going to do another... Monday, we're going to shoot the shit again. Don't even know what we're going to talk about, but it's going to happen. It's going to be off the cuff, and it's going to be real good, It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It might be good. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's like past 1030, and I'm a bunch of beers deep because the fucking bar that I went to to get my food really jerked me around. So I I think I had three beers there waiting for my food. Oh, Jesus. And then I came here... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then just cracked more open. And then cracked more open. And we had to wait until my daughter went to bed before yeah. we could even start. So I, was, I didn't saddle Chelsea yeah. with two kids. I was playing Play-Doh like a motherfucker with her, <laughs> trying to like give you guys some reprieve. <laughs> you did very well. Well, thank you. You're very welcome. Um, but that'll be the show. That'll be the show. And then Thursday, we're going to do our review review tournament random movies. Six winner. Mm-hmm. Keeping up with our Stephen King September with the Stephen King written story turned to a movie, Misery. Misery. And uh, I'm going to drop this on you, Troy. I think the only place you can rent this is the PlayStation Store. What? Yeah. I went online. You can only buy it on Amazon. You can only rent it on PlayStation. You can only buy it on Amazon? Well, no. You can buy it anywhere. But, it but was on like, Amazon, you can only on buy Amazon, it. On Amazon, you can only buy it. But God you can rent the only place it. that I found that is like you can reach to rent it is PlayStation. I'm looking it up right now. Did you already watch it? I have not watched it yet, but I haven't Molly pointed on an app 
where you can uh, type in whatever you want, and then it'll show you what you can do in terms of like the different apps that are out there. Uh, I have one right here. If you have Fandango now, you can rent it for two ninety nine. Fuck. But everything else, yeah, you have to buy it. Yeah. Fuck. I know that on the app that I have, it says if you have PlayStation, you can rent it. Well, I do. But. So there you go. I hope you're happy, you fuckers. <laughs> Voting for this bullshit. God damn it. Even YouTube doesn't have a cut of it. No. That I can... F well, maybe it does. Uh-oh. Uh, but it might be in chunks. It's in less than five-minute chunks. <laughs> no, I'm not fucking Fuck. doing that. All right, well, we'll figure it out. If anything, I'll... If you have a subscription to Fubo, <laughs> you can watch that. Whatever. What the fuck Whatever. is Fubo? We'll figure it out. Anyway, that'll be the show. Come back Monday for a shooting the shit up, where me and Jill just talk about whatever's on our fucking minds. And I might start life. my free trial on Fubo to watch this. Fubo. I don't know what the fuck that is. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> tune, in on, tune in on Monday for a shooting the shit. Yeah. And then uh, a possible... Uh, Ad for oh. Fubo.tv <laughs> on Thursday when we talk about misery. Uh, yeah. So until next time, I've been Troy to the Max Extreme. I am JG3K. And we are off.